Ladies and gentlemen, the boys are back in town tonight. You're listening to Tales from the Flipside. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Monday night on Tales from the Flip Side. Uh, listen, it's a good night. We got a full house. We've got Dino, the Tales from the Flip Side CEO, in the house. Nico Esquire, Ben Stein, Brian Wood from Simple Man Comics back in the house. Sean Legg in the house. Listen, you guys, it's going to be a fun night. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We got cards, comics, action figures, movie news, all kinds of fun stuff. So, uh, I say we just get right into the card craziness because that is what everybody is talking about. Everybody's talking about how crazy uh, Marvel comic trading cards, all of the the non-sports cards are going crazy. Um, We all know sports cards are already going crazy. But some of these prices on some of these Marvel trading cards are outrageous. And I don't think people really know what they're getting into or know necessarily what cards are what you know, and what you should do with them and how to collect them and how to grade them and all that stuff. So we're going to get into it. Um, everybody, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, all the live people, you guys make the show amazing. Uh, what up, Newbie Comics, Flame Brain, Pop Archivals, In the House, uh, Half Price Crook. Everybody that joins us live, we appreciate all you guys. Um, we've got some fun stuff coming up. So, all right. Um, Nico, Nico did a deep dive this week into Marvel trading cards and uh, a little bit on maybe some information that I think we all should 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 talk about a little bit and and figure out what should we be going after? What really has uh, long term value? Is there long term value to some of this stuff? But I think the stuff to kind of get into is how this all started um, with I think the catalyst was the Marvel Impel set from series one from 90 from from Skybox, I guess that skybox bought the impel brand um and that's the set that is is kind of going crazy right now we're seeing boxes uh we'll talk about it later in the market report boxes as high as two grand uh are selling sealed which is crazy um some of those uh psa some of those cards that are graded are are selling for ridiculous amounts and we're going to get into a little bit about maybe why they are and should they stay at that. So what did you find, Nico? What was some of the stuff that, that uh, just blew you away? All right. So uh, long story short, um, I think anybody who's even remotely familiar with collectibles realizes that uh, Gary Vanderchuk, the venture capitalist, swings a big stick, right? Um, about a year and a half ago, he decided uh, to start talking about uh, trading cards generally made a run on Michael Jordan cards. We've seen astronomical rises in the prices of those cards. I do nothing with sports cards. Um, at one point in time, he's talking to uh, a younger guy. Uh, you know, a lot of people come to him for advice about, um, you know, uh, financial matters or, or just life advice. And, and he tries to kind of like mentor them. And he mentions in sort of like an off the cuff comment, that uh, Spider-Man can't blow out his ACL. So a few months back, one of the major um, sports cards podcasts starts talking about uh, the rise in value of Pokemon cards, Magic the Gathering cards, and kind of aloofly mentions that they think that there's an opportunity 
uh, with Marvel trading cards, that it's this huge property and um, that the census is super small. Uh, if you're like me and, and you're not uh, like Stein and others and, and you know, leg and uh, wood and, and you don't mess with trading cards, then uh, you're probably not familiar with their population count. Uh, Zion Williams uh, has got a $2,000 prism. It's got like 15,000 tens. Um, a 10 in trading cards is a lot uh, harder to get than a 9-8 in, in uh, comic books, right? I mean, it just is. A lot of different factors, and I'm going to defer to the genius of, of other people to talk to you about that kind of stuff because I don't know anything about it. Suffice to say, uh, people started buying in on these um, Marvel cards. Uh, initially, that 90s Impel set, um, I think because it, they thought it clicked the nostalgia button, they were buying them not out of hobby shops, but out of like CVS and drugstores and convenience and so forth. Um, the price tag moves from two to 400 for sealed boxes, uh, from 400 to 1,000 to 2,000 uh, to $3,000 here recently. They've settled in at about the $2,500 mark. And um, when you listen to the sports cards guys talk about this, um, they are uh, weather beaten from ripping packs and not pulling uh, big cards out of them. Um, but what they realized after the sale of a couple Mr. Marvel Stan Lee cards, um, you know, that are selling for a thousand and two thousand uh, plus dollars in uh, PSA 10 grades is that um, there's an opportunity here to, to rip packs, uh, sub cards and potentially pay for their grading costs, make some money and, and get some free cards to boot. Um, Following the Mr. Marvel card sale, you're starting to see like Black Spider-Man sell for like the Black Suit Spider-Man, $1,000, $2,000. In the last 14 days, it's insane. There's been 80 boxes of sealed Marvel 1990 Impels sell on eBay alone. Um, and the individual tens, uh, you, you got, there's too many uh, just astonishing sales to even kind of wrap your head around you you just sort of need to google that or i'm sorry do an ebay search for that right sold listings psa 9 psa 10 marvel 90 in non-sports cards and you'll see uh you know like cards that wouldn't traditionally make any sense uh to me because they're not even the actual characters they're just covers for like hulk 181 10 out selling for 3k the uh Wolverine one, uh, 10-0 selling for twice, three times, four times the amount of a, a nine, eight, uh, graded copy of the actual book. Um, you know, I, I've got some of my own sort of theories about how this is all going to land, but I, I'll defer to the rest of the guys. That's kind of the lay of the land though. Yeah. I think it's interesting because one of the things that you brought up, um, in our conversations was how some of these cards that are selling for crazy prices just don't make sense. And, it'll be interesting to talk with Stein and Wood and, and the, Dino and Leg about this because they've all kind of dipped their feet in trading cards and sport cards uh, recently. And one of the things that you brought up is the fact that cover card, the covers, like in the Impel set, you have the uh, Hulk 181 cover card where it just shows the cover and it says, you know, like this is a big book. It's selling for how much? Like uh, three grand in a PSA 10? And, and which which is close to a mid-grade 181 itself, right? 
Yeah. Absolutely. That's crazy. So I, I think one of the things that you brought up was the fact, and, and I think I might have talked about this on Drunken Chat or, or one of the flip side shows last week about how the two markets are crossing. And I think that the, the comic guys don't know how to deal, how, how to make sense of sports card numbers and grades and, and prices and vice versa. So one of the things that you brought up is why would these sports card guys be p- spending so much on the PSA 10s for a card that just shows the cover and not just go buy the actual comic, right? So we might be seeing that coming soon. Like, you know, a lot of these sports card guys that are coming over into the market into the card trading card market, the Marvel card market are buying these cards. They're going to realize maybe this isn't the right move and actually start getting in on the comic market. Right. It's, it's funny that you say that. That was exactly the sentiment from uh, a couple of uh, the more well-established sports cards podcasts where um, they were talking about how they think this is going to be the entry point for a lot of card collectors to start moving over into graded comics. Um, that, so, brings up, that brings up another point because I, I just was – I had Tommy and Nandy on, on not too long ago. And if you look at a lot of those 90 cards – one, they're selling them. They're not using comic terminology. They're using trading card terminology where they're calling them rookies. They're not calling them first appearance. But also, if you flip over the back of the cards, if you bring in that new influx into the comic market, the back of those cards will say first appearance, and it's not what the market calls the first appearance. If you see Eddie Brock, it'll also talk about ASM 298. If you see Wolverine, it talks Hulk 180. Don't want to create drama with that, but I wonder where that effect's going to go and if it's going to affect comics and maybe affect the market now with people, the influx coming in, and then them getting, looking at the back of the cards, the next thing you know, they're going, oh, Eddie Brock, our first Prince of Venom, now is 298, and then you start seeing 298 catch up. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah, I, 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 know what you, I know what you mean, but uh, I think those, I think all those first ones are sort of catching, catching up a little bit, you know what I mean? 300 definitely drugged 298, 299 back up, which I always thought were a little bit undervalued. But, uh, you know, um, there's just, but there's plenty of them out there. So, uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how people start interpreting the back of these things. Cause I, I remember <clears throat> as a kid, you know, though, that's how you kind of got your stats, you know, without internet is like, well, if you want to, you want to bet on, you know, Will Clark home runs in 1987, you gotta, you gotta pull out the cards or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> Unless you got the baseball almanac at me, you know? So that, that's actually, so yeah, this <laughs> is card, card people kind of do, uh, might go by the stats. Although I think most of them, everybody with a smartphone in their hand, a new generation, I don't think, I don't think they rely quite on those, on those pronounces before. Well, what was interesting was Nico had um, purchased a, or not purchased, watched a, a box rip, right, of the Impel set. You were telling me a story about watching um, some guys do a, a, a box rip. And, and you got to explain what you say, the same thing you told me, because this All is right. perfect for what the guys are talking yeah, about. So it, it was wild. The dude uh, clearly knew nothing about comics. And was talking about the uh, speculative prospects of the cards, characters that he was pulling by looking at their fight, win, and loss totals on the back of the card. That's just, yeah, that is, that's awesome. I was, I was fucking I love kicking it. my feet in the air, dude. I was just like, what is happening right now? This is crazy. So basically the guy's like pulling out cards and looking at the back and going, oh, Captain Britain's got a good, you know, punch stat. And uh, he must be one of the players you want to, because his punch stat is so high, he's probably one of the ones that you want to put aside, right? 
and, and I guess my 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 world in the cards and comics. I, I guess I've done both. Um, I, I see card guys not getting into comics because I get. I, and you're going to think I'm crazy and stupid, but it's okay because uh, I probably am. Space utilization. Let's talk about this. So, so right, cards are you know this big. They're little bricks, right? I mean, you can get a bunch of boxes, and then you get cards that are like this bit or comics that are this big. And you know, you start stacking boxes like like sign those, right? I mean, yeah, you can get five thousand count monster boxes, and they're heavy as shit. But I mean, think about if you try to put all those cards into comic form, and how how many long boxes you get to haul around. You know what I'm saying? It just, I think, I think it's an easy play. They already got the materials, they already got the supplies, they already got everything. So it's like, why don't we just move into this Marvel? It, it's it's a, all the sun costs are already already there. I mean, it's already the cars are good, the the top loaders are good. I mean. Some well, of them might jump also just because the price of sports, like we're yeah. talking non-sports, but the price of sports training cards. We were just talking about before this, yep. the football, the, the Panini Optic just came out, and automatic retail was, what, almost $800, $700 a box? Yeah, $790. So like, why do I, I want to buy a box, rip wax, and not sure I'm going to get something where I can go get a first appearance of this comic book for this much money, and then I know I, what I have. So you might get a, a some people – being priced out of the trading card market and move over to comics because they think it's cheaper at the time. And then mm -hmm. once they dive into it, realize they're, you know, when you're a beginner at something, you see prices that look good and then you start diving into the, to the, to the hobby. You're like, okay. <laughs> well, uh, some of the, I think part of the problem is, is that you got a lot of people that are diving in with their money head first and they don't know the rarity of some of the stuff. So let's talk about, some of the prices, not necessarily of unopened wax, but like some of the rarity as compared to the pricing and this and that, you know, that Impel set, I don't think that that those first three or four series of those Impel Skybox Marvel cards are very rare. I mean, I remember seeing boxes upon boxes upon boxes, but some of those Marvel Masterpiece sets are super rare um, and it's it's hard to get numbers of them. But uh, we were kind of just looking around uh, at, uh, you know, trying to find some of the numbers of them. And, and one of the places you can go to is, is Wikipedia. And um, it was interesting because on the Wikipedia site, they talk about uh, some of the production value, right? And the Series 1 Marvel Masterpieces, this is not the Impel set, this is the Marvel Masterpieces, which is just, I think that's where everybody's going to go to next, right? Um, that first set was about uh, a, a production run of 350,000 sealed boxes and 35,000 uh, like tins, like the, they put out a special tin set. So, um, you know, it, at least you know the, the print run on that stuff. If you go to series, the 95 series, which is series four of Marvel Masterpieces, they dropped that, that print run down to 15,000 boxes. So they went from 350,000 boxes to 15,000 boxes in the 95 Series 4 set. The 96 set of Marvel Masterpieces is the set that everybody's going crazy about. They've been going crazy about it since it ever came out. It's the, the, the Boris and uh, Vallejo and Julie Bell Masterpieces set. Those are super rare, but they don't even know the true... Um, you know, the true amount of boxes printed or, or cards printed on that 96 set, which is, is crazy to me. They know the 95, but unfortunately it says on Wikipedia, there is no known print run available for the 96 set. So that's interesting. And those are the sets that go for ridiculous money. I mean, um, 
PSA tens of certain cards are, are, are you know, are easily, uh, you know, three, four hundred dollars a piece. And and some of the unopened uh, you'll see it later. And when we get into the market report, some of the unopened packs are, are ridiculous. So, yeah. So um, with the Impel stuff, Stein and I talked about this and I'd be real interesting, uh, real interested in hearing if he's had any additional thoughts. Um, my gut is with those 90s that we'll see a major price correction on the nines, but not on the tens. And when I say major, I don't mean that they're going to be 10% of what they sold for. I think maybe the nines uh, will be like half of their peak. Uh, but I don't know that the tens are going to come down. They're just so damn hard. I mean, I know nothing about grading cards and I look through this, uh, these things and I'm like, well, I know that's not even close to a 10. I know that's not even close to a 10. What I'm going to be interested in is like, will the eight fives of the holograms uh, keep their value in the aggregate over the long term? Uh, because even, you know, in an eight five, you're seeing those holograms sell for like 500 bucks. Yeah. I, hopefully, hopefully everybody that is trying to get into it or thinks they want to get into it. Um, if you've if you've been strictly comics, make sure that you talk to some people about about the difference in grading between cards and comics because yes. there is a massive curve that you really need to be aware of. What you think is what you think is a perfect card um, is a lot of times not. Um, somewhere on my desk here, if you're going to if you're going to start getting into high dollar raws and stuff you need one of these it's got a light on it it's a jeweler's loop um you need this it's like 10 bucks on amazon but you need it um, because you're going to be looking at cards under a microscope it's not like a comic where you can be like oh i can see one little itty bitty tiny non-color break that's that's a nine eight and it gets a nine eight and it deservedly gets a nine eight cards are not that way to get a ten it it literally has to be four sharp corners, four sharp edges, and the surface, which is what most people forget about, the surface has to be clean. It's got to be good looking. And the, center, and the centering of the cards too. Centering, is... yeah, and centering. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of different things. Obviously, it's one. It's I mean, it's easy to to do because it's you don't even. I mean, it's just in. You don't have to like turn through pages, see if there's missing pages or anything like that. But you've got to be aware of what you're looking at. Um, if you see a little touch of white, it's automatically not a 10 anywhere on the card. So just just be aware of that when you're like, oh, that looks perfect. You look under a microscope, your, your perfect card looks like garbage. I'm going to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, one of the things that is also interesting, and J.J. Maxwell says this in the chat, is that you can't press cards. You, it's, I mean, you could do a little bit of correcting if you, on, on, on damaged corners, but you can't press cards like you can press comic books. It's just it doesn't work. And um, that's another thing. So grading cards is very, very important. And uh, I give Nico shit all the time because he calls me and he goes, I just can't, I don't think I can, can learn how to grade these. And I'm like, grading cards is much easier than grading comics. Trust me. But you just need to have a, a, a you know, a, a training session. And it's funny you bring, you talk about the grading part, uh, Stein, because I real quick, we'll get back into the Marvel stuff a little bit later. But um, one of the cool things that happened uh, this last week and um, 
I'm going to show this. This showed up at my door. Shout out to Pop Archival. Um, he's in the chat right now. And uh, this this guy has got some really cool stuff that he's he's creating and working on. And he sent us a box, a huge box. And basically, he said, and you know, he, he told us about his product and this and that. And he said, I want, you, I want, I would like, you know, you to hand some of these out to the guys on the channel and some of the friends of the channel, and and try them out and and see what they, you know, what they think of them. And basically, what they are is they're just a, a grading kit, right? And you can buy these on Amazon. And I would love to get uh, Pop Archival on the show maybe sometime in, in the future, uh, next month or so, to maybe give us some pointers on on how to grade cards and, and and you know get it from the from the professionals who are doing it on a regular basis but let me show you what these are so they come in these you know these little boxes and it's really cool because what it is is it's 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 a double it's like a dvd case and you open it up open it up live on air sorry guys and inside is a, a, a grading card kit, right? Um, you open it up, it's what it looks like inside. It's got, I believe, 10, I think for, to, to grade 10 cards. It's got your penny sleeves, it's got your semi-rigids that PSA or most grading card companies like, right? It's got a microfiber towel, because that is one of the things that you can do with, with grading cards and, and especially uh, shiny or chrome cards, you want to wipe them down with for fingerprints and smudges and stuff like that. But it's got all the semi ridges. It's got all the penny sleeves and it's got the little tags that you put on the, the penny sleeves and put them in the semi rigid so that when you send them to your graders, they can pull them out of the semi ridges or semi rigid, uh, without messing up your card, right? So I've got a set for each, each, everybody on the panel right now. I'm going to hook you, I'll send you guys out to them. And what I figure we can do with these, uh, we've been talking about sending, you know, grading cards for a while on this channel. And I really think that maybe we should um, each pick a couple cards to grade and send them in with these set, sets and figure out, ha have somebody come on, have have the pop archival guys come on and say, hey, this is this is what you're, you know, want to do about grading. Maybe get some people uh, to talk about how to grade cards and how to help people out. But this stuff is genius because it makes it easy to send it in. It's all, it's got it all there. You just put them right back in this, put them right back in the, you can even put them right back in the original case and send it straight to your grader. And it's really easy shipping and really easy, uh, uh, you know, you don't have to get too crazy. So I'll uh, I'll send these uh, to everybody, and maybe we'll pick each like uh, you know five to ten cards to send in and see what we can get out of them. So I thought that was very interesting. So shout out to Pop Archival. You guys can find them on Amazon. Uh, they they already have these available to buy on Amazon, but we're gonna try and get them on the show. Um, you know, because they were nice enough to send stuff to us and, and try them out. I think this is really uh, a good idea, especially with you know, the blow up of non-sport trading cards right now. So, so, so we're, talk we're talking about grading, right? And I, I want to get back to this. I don't want to hear Stein's uh, opinion on this. So let's talk about two different things here. We're going to talk about uh, valuation versus dilution. So at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people are grabbing their own Marvel cards, just like every other card, right? And I bet you what you see the population will say, and I'll just, I don't know, pop numbers off Marvel cards, but say, Say, they're uh, single digits, Dino. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so they're, they're yeah. under 10, right? 
So, Stein, you're, I would be a betting man and say you're going to see the next – I bet you that Stan Lee card, you're going to see thousands on the pop in the next six months when everybody gets their cards back or a year or whatever it is. So does it make sense that, yeah, uh, PSA 10 right now is probably three grand for a Stan Lee card, we'll say. Do you think it, it it equates and gets down? I I, mean, I don't expect three thousand dollars to go to ten dollars, but three thousand to you know eight hundred. I mean, it's like it's like Captain Marvel seventeen second prints. I mean, when there's five on the, the CGC census and it goes to four hundred, you know, I mean, does it does it make it more rare? I mean, it's not like it's Michael Jordan rookie cards, just you know. Um, I would say that this is just my own from my own the stuff that i send yeah. in to get graded and i and i go through everything with a fine tooth comb much more so than i do when i send comics in to cgc um i will say that i to get a psa 10 even with being super nitpicky about what i send in it's still probably 10s probably only come back at about a 40 percent rate maybe mm-hmm. um so yes, there's probably going to be thousands of those sent in, but I, and yeah, the pop's going to go up on it, obviously, but maybe not as much as you think. And it kind of just depends on over the next six months where, if people are still interested in this, if they That's still are, yeah. if, I mean, if, if, if it just kind of continues on, it's going to start pulling other comic guys into it. It's going to start pulling card guys into it. And now all of a sudden your audience is bigger. So the pop, even if there's a couple hundred on the pop at that point, it may not matter. They, well, they... And then the other thing too is, you know, I mean, I think me and McClay were talking about this. So you, you like to bring up the old 85 uh, Jordan boxes, right? The, the the sealed boxes from, you know, baseball card exchange and people of that nature. Do you think a lot of people are holding those boxes now, those sealed boxes, hoping that big bump of, you know, like 85, you know, Jordan cards that are going to maybe happen. I, I don't know. I mean, it could have possibly. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, the 86, that 86 basketball set is kind of an anomaly um, just because it's basketball is kind of its own animal. Um, it Those first couple years of Fleer basketball, I mean, yeah, that was technically Jordan's rookie card, but it's like his third year. I mean, mm-hmm. it, they just didn't have any, you know, widely traded sets before then. So, it, it kind of crammed in a whole bunch of rookies besides just Jordan in that one set. And in, you know, they had cards in that set. Oh yeah. I mean, and they, you know, they had problems with centering was terrible on that. It, the stickers all had wax on them cause they were always the back card. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, so that's it. That, that set kind of stands out on its own, you know, to where it's now, you know, what, $250,000 yeah. box of cards. Yeah. I can't, I can't see that that comic cards are going to hit that. I mean, is there really a comic character that's as widely popular as Michael Jordan? I doubt it. I mean, I'd, I'd say Michael Jordan is probably so far beyond pop culture at this point that it's not just it, – it, it kind of transcends everything. Um, Michael Jordan just played sports. Stan Lee and created a whole universe. The closest Michael Jordan got to that was playing hoops with Bugs Bunny. <laughs> hey, I, that is true. I, I I will give you that. Um, but I mean, gosh, I mean, when you when you like for for us kids of the eighties and nineties, when we you know when we watched The Last Dance and we start thinking back, oh my gosh, he was on so many commercials. He was like an. 
Oh yeah. I mean, he was like an ambassador across the world. I mean, it was just, it was so different um, that, you know, it's just, but it's not even just Jordan anymore. I mean, it's, I mean, it's everything LeBron. I mean, in, in, in baseball, it's, you know, Mike Trout and um, you know, Tom Brady stuff is, is, I mean, it's millions. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable how much that stuff is worth. So Gretzky, Gretzky rookies. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brian, how's that? How's that Gretzky? Uh, <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. How's that? Oh. You guys are assholes. Like when I was on flip side. <laughs> dark, man. You guys are shout, fucking dark. Shout out. Talking about hockey. I got my uh, Austin Matthews, uh, Toronto St. Pat's jersey on. We got uh, March coming up. So shout out to all my hockey fans out there, man. Hey, it's, and uh, for the record, uh, Captain Marvel 17 second print. I think the last nine eight sold for like thirty four hundred dollars or something crazy, um, even with the incredibly high census number. Well, I, I know that. I know. Well, but I mean, I, now look, is uh, a fucking Silver Surfer hologram Captain Marvel 17 second print? Sure as hell isn't to me. Um, but I, I think there's an opportunity with these cards. I'm not smart enough about cards to tell people go fucking spend two thousand dollars on. Uh, an unopened box and and go uh you know sub fucking tens um no matter how many people tell me that cards like you can grade cards i ain't fucking doing it i have no reference point um i've, I've got a very kind friend thank you who's gonna <laughs> help me do that um I, legitimately because i'm not a moron i, I like I would never tell anybody who was like, I'm going to send books to CGC. I'm, I always tell them, just give me the fucking books. Let me take a look at them. I'll pay for them. You can pay me later. Hell, sometimes I pay for people's first submissions. Like, welcome to the dark arts. Uh, you know, but look, I, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Maybe there's somebody who, who can just like do that. Um, I know I cannot. I got a feeling a lot of the comic guys who think they can are going to get burnt. Well, there's um, there's also a little bit of problem of the time period you have to wait to get cards graded, especially from PSA, who is the, is like CGC in, in the card world. It is the king of ROI, um, and uh, unless you're you're getting the you know the black ten uh, Beckett cards, PSA is the way to go. And yeah. and the problem with that is what Stein, you're waiting like what nine months now? I think on a on a. I've got a uh, I've got Jordan a twenty five card Jordan submission that they received June the 4th and it is now almost well yeah 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 June 4th of 2020 and it is February 15th and it is still they've got eight stages of grading and it is still in stage four so unlike CGC due to like the popularity of cards being submitted won't psa also raise the price on like their their standard grading because like hey we get all these cards you gotta pay us more money yeah they 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 did raise the like to the ultra modern tier or something like that so cards from i think last year the last two years basically for luca and zion uh they changed up their fucking prices (laughs) yeah yeah i will say that when i when i started great i started grading cards back in 1999 so this was 22 years ago the psa was very new back then um, they probably only been around for maybe two or three years, maybe. Um, and you could send in hundred card orders for like $4 a card. Um, so we were sending in, we were, me and my buddy, we were just, we were just like, oh yeah, that looks like a 10 send it in. It costs us four bucks. I mean, like we'll just send in anything because the, the price point was so low that, 
it didn't even matter. You just sent in everything. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, basically, I, right now, I've got three cards on the fifty dollars cards. So, I mean, fifty dollars a card, and it's at five. It's a five week service from. And I will tell you that when they receive it, it takes them. It took on that card, sir, on that service. It took them a week to even say that they received it. So it's basically like a six week service at fifty dollars a card. Um, the ten ten dollar card. Like, like I said, you're going to be at eight months. It's going to be, if you send it in today, you may get them back by Christmas. Yeah. And, and depending on how few cards you say are gradable, I may be in at the $50 mark. Well, uh, let, let's talk about that. Real it, quick. it may be like, here's the four cards. They're kind of shaky. These two for sure, but I'm not so sure about these ones. And I got boxes of this stuff. I even so, bought some this weekend. So I had a, uh, a long talk with Stein after uh, last week's hot 10 show. And um, we talked about, you know, grading a little bit. And uh, I had told him, I said, man, I got these cards that I've been trying to grade forever. And one of them, I, you know, I, I, he told me that was worth a lot. So from this pop archival set, I'm, gl I'm glad pop archival sent these in because it's, it's, it kind of was a little nudge in the back uh, at the same time with Stein giving me that information about cards like, like those cards that you send in on the 50 uh, or $75, 15 business days tier, because there's certain cards. Um, and this is the one that I was talking about with Stein, this Kobe Bryant rookie right here. Uh, St I think Stein, you said that like you could, you know, sell it raw, maybe get 1500. You, you get a PSA seven and above. It's like three to seven grand or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a, that's a, that's a hyper wow. hot card right now. That card is crazy hot. Yeah, I, I would. There is no doubt. I would if that if that is a seven or above, I'm grading it, and, and, and I'm sending it on the the, the seventy five dollar service. Exactly, and, and so that's uh, you know that's exactly what I'm going to do. So um, I'll uh, I th I think you know once we get to a point where we're where we're you know all everybody's got these in hand, we'll try and film us you know choosing the cards. You're going to send mine to Stein, right? Uh, wh whatever works, brother. <laughs> okay. So. Um, <laughs> I'll send them to everybody on the show right now. And, you know, we'll, we'll use this as, you know, a, a kind of like, you know, throw shit at a wall and see if it sticks on how good we are at grading, not being super into it. I mean, Oh boy. Yeah. I, just now, hey, too. I just signed up for PSA actually. Oh, perfect boy. timing, dude. No, I was like, yeah, no, Cause they have what three tiers, two of them are sold out, but you get like the $59 tier, kind of like the whole CGC thing. Wait, tell me, they have sold out tiers. Of yeah, so with like the old CGC where, but and then of course with the fifty nine dollar one, you get like a little bit discount on standard grading, but then they also have like quarterly grading deals that you can do. But uh, I was like, yeah. I have a bunch of cards. I'm just gonna send it. I don't know what the hell I'm doing as far as grading cards, but I have some football autos and stuff like that. Just rookies from the past couple of years that who knows, a couple of years from now might be what McClay was just talking about with Kobe. That that price point break between raw and graded for cards right now is crazy stupid. Well, well, and ahead, I, was, I was just going to say, in if you're not familiar, it's kind of like um, would would any of you buy an AF15 raw? I mean, just flat raw. Absolutely. Probably. You, I mean, you might. Yeah. yeah. Most people, I, a I lot like, of people, but I'm good at grading comics. Like I'm real right. good at grading I'm, comics. I'll, but if you were didn't if you were not really familiar, not there's in a so million years. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of those iconic cards, the '86 set especially. 
Um, no, you would never buy unless you are really knowledgeable about that Jordan card. You would not buy that card raw at any price point. It'd because, be like a TNT one first print where there's yeah, counterfeit yeah. out there and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you you just unless you really, really, really know what you're doing, you I, I'm I will say that I would not buy a Jordan, even though I know I've been in cards for twenty five years, thirty years. Wow. I would not I would not buy a Jordan raw because there's some of the fakes and trimmed and stuff that are out there are so well done that you it's really hard to tell i would not buy it so that 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 comes into play as well um wow. like yeah so well we also you know we have questions talking about uh, grading tiers and stuff and one of the things um that psa like wood was saying is that the the gold and platinum tiers are sold out you can't even get them you can only get the 59 silver tier which is 59 dollars a year and it gives you just access to to value pricing a quarterly grading specials it and doesn't for card breaker and, and we'll, we'll say it's because card breakers are are just joining a lot and so they're saying hey they're adding an additional service it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a comic dealer it's like hey I'm a comic dealer. I sell comics online or whatever. And, you know, if you want to send me comics, I'll uh, put them through CGC. That's why all that stuff sold out, man. All these card breakers are just like, hey, you know, instead of me shipping you things back, I'll just push them through the PSA line on my uh, on my dealer account or whatever. Yeah. So that I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, that, no, I was just going to say I was going to say, you know, I don't know. I mean, I I would be interested possibly in the comic cards maybe sending them to CGC. That's exactly where I was going with this, is, uh, is that the, the weight might be too long for yet. PSA, but you can't do it yet with CGC. And we're all waiting on bated breath, CGC. We are waiting. What's going on, guys? Which is kind of stupid. I mean, I mean, it's the same grading system as doing uh, the sports cards, which they're doing now. I mean, you're you're not grading what's on the card. You're just grading the card condition. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just something they're trying to update their database to try and to make sure that they know what they're looking at and educate their graders. Is I guess that's possible because some of those there's some there is definitely some oddball um, cards out there. You know, uh, comic cards. You know, you know, sports cards. I mean, there's you can tell when it's not one of from one of the major companies. But, you know, so there's some oddball. Here's here's some of the while we're talking, I'll just uh, go through. Some, these are some of the Marvel masterpieces from 96 and graded, you know, PSA graded. And you can see the prices on them. That's pretty hefty for for just base cards, uh, you know, anywhere sure. from, you know, that's that's, that's decent. There's a six hundred seventy eight dollar card on the uh, these are the uh, duels and legacies, which are were well, a, that's uh, a and that's a Beckett nine and a half. Exactly. And and some of these are subsets I get, but some of these are just base cards out of that 96. Here's an unopened so pack sold for two hundred forty bucks. So let's kind of bring this back to like sports cards and stuff. So like when he talks about base, so that's like a regular card. That's not like a parallel, which or a signed card or something like that, or a comic or like some kind of foil or something like that. You would call it. it it's it's interesting. It'd be like me buying a a a, a ten of Nixon's O, who I collect of his base card for four hundred and fifty dollars, which would be insane, insane to me. Yeah, those cards are very expensive. I knew that a lot of years ago, and I should have probably bought some because they. Were, I mean, you could still get commons, you know, like the, you know, not the, you know, not like the Psylocke or something like that. But some of the other ones you could get for like twenty, thirty bucks. Mm -hmm. And I probably should have been buying several of those. I think there's only a hundred cards in the base set too, right? So um, there is there is a couple set. Let's see here. So ninety six. 
So they did it from 96 was the last year they did it for a, for a big, big chunk. They didn't do another set until 2007, but the 96 set saw an, a, an set, a base set of a hundred standard cards. And then they had six gallery cards, which was a subset, which are probably like so many per pack or so many per box. They have a double impact card subset, which is a six card subset and another nine card subset of artwork redemption cards that you don't even matter now because the redemptions are probably long. <laughs> I, I don't think Marvel or, or, uh, whoever was producing this set back then has any of those redemptions left. So, you know, there's only uh, 112 cards to the set. Um, so and 100 couple, of those cards are base cards. There's a couple of things I think are cool about this whole uh, phenomenon uh, beyond the fact that it may be the catalyst for a big influx of money into comics by card collectors. One is for all you guys that do both, um, everyone and their brother who doesn't believe in this stuff, uh, including my uh, LCS owner, who I was like, bro, sell your Marvel cards, sell them to me or sell them online, because I know you're not going to grade them, and I know you don't care about them. They don't, he doesn't know how to grade cards, right? Uh, a lot of people that are like me who would just dump this stuff don't know how to grade cards, but they get that, like, uh, Stan Lee card sells for $50 raw. If you can grade cards, you can just, you know, I, I would assume pull high grade cards off of eBay, right? Stein? Probably, yeah. As long as they get front and back pictures. Okay. That are decent. Yeah. So there's that. And then there's the advantage that the comic guys have over the card guys who are now just trying to enter into this market. They're looking at the back for stats. This guy's got a 76% win loss ratio. So like I, I think, you know, they're out there buying Deadpool cards for Christ's sake. And the next person that tells me that like that card's hard to find in high grade, it came in the back of a comic. I'm just never going to listen to another word that they say. Um, that's that, but let's, there's, let's, there's opportunities, let's, right? Like yes. the, the first gambit, the first venom, the first whatever card if this card stuff the marvel card stuff takes off then there'll be first appearances they'll be like oh well, that's the mcfarlane swipe so, of are, this are you ready? yeah the people will be able to pick those cards out before the card guys could ever do that so so one of our good buddies we all know was in on a frank Vizetta sign card and he got it for a decent deal back in the day that's our boy what do yeah. you think it, what do you think it's worth now let's just it's like Insane. Well, that Frazetta, I don't I think, think it's. Of, I don't think it's caught up yet. I think, but what's it going to be worth in two years? Put a zero on whatever the last one sold for. Well, Wood was talking earlier before the show started about uh, he. What was the Marvel masterpiece set that you you broke well, on your? Yeah, I bought a box of 2018 Marvel masterpiece, which was like, you know each each series has the has like a showcase artist, and 2018 was like the Simone Bianchi set, but there's also you know, sketch cards from other artists and stuff in there. And I got one, I pulled an Ultron one out of there, right? And normally on the back, it says who it's drawn by. And on the back of this one, it doesn't have, <laughs> it doesn't say who's it's drawn by. I can't figure out. There's no it's a one of one too. There's no, so I don't know who drew this. So any, uh, any fans out there that just screenshotted that, please uh, do what a favor. And, uh... and then I got a, a, a one-on-one print play down there also nice and they also have autographs in there too yes. um and, and you and know there's we sticker cards too yeah so you know some of these marvel masterpieces set that came out probably you know after the 96 set you know the 2007 and up 
you can get great artists and creators autographs in there. You know, you can get the Ramitas and the and the you know Sinkevich and all that stuff. Their their autograph cards in there. So maybe are we going to see a run on some of those? Are we going to start have, seeing? They have a, a bot run? says just releasing what next? The it was supposed to be the seventeenth. They got pushed to the twenty fourth. That twenty fourth, upper deck has that Marvel Ages. And it's old school stuff, and you can get Jim Starlin autographs, Bill Sienkiewicz, and it's basically going through all the decades of Marvel cards. I think um, Dino was telling me about that. Is yeah. that the one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, um, me me hey. personally, I would rather have I would rather have an autograph card of one of these artists yep. than as than a CGC signature series book. Absolutely. Yeah, so the Momoko card, yeah, a lot of people in the chat talking about Momoko cards. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the big thing. She was doing anime. I think she was doing the anime yeah, set. She also has some stuff in 2019's Marvel Flare cards. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, before we jump, I, I want to make sure to thank um, popupcomics.com. Uh, those guys have been helping me. Um, my uh, friend there is a CPA, and he's like a comic card collector uh well before this sort of craziness um has been very kind to kind of talk to me about uh stuff i've got a thousand dumb questions and he's answered all of them um yeah and people who say there's no such thing as a dumb question well they're wrong there's a fucking thousand dumb questions and sure. i've asked all of the dumb questions and he's been nice to me anyway are you are you ready for this one so i know we're talking about marvel cards and stuff but do we see a uprising not in this set but into like mortal Kombat or video game cards or we already so, are yeah, so, wait till the that's uh, fascinating yeah. yeah that's fascinating that you said that they're already talking about the nintendo cards popping and then uh gi joe cards have been going yeah. bonkers they went from like 30 dollars a box to 150 dollars a box basically what the uh the card guys that do non-sports trading cards uh, have been saying is that buyers will just clean them out on ebay much like you know you guys that watch the podcast do with comics and they'll just reset the price you know they'll take even but they're doing it, at a, doing it like blowout um yeah blowout cards. Yeah. a lot of their more recent marvel cards even the ones that like two years ago wouldn't sell for crap right like defenders well defenders isn't there yet but some of those other series cards that you can get for like 50 60 dollars for a hobby box if you go look now they're selling them for like 150 because of this wow. whole craze yeah. and that's retail oh and that's not just with you know we talk about the we're talking about the the non-sports stuff but it's even going with sports stuff that i never thought i would sell i was telling stein the, the, that i'm I, I purchased a couple cases of these 90 fleer basketballs like a year and a half ago, two years ago, maybe max for like, I think I, sp I spent like 300 for all the cases. I got like, I got like a rack case and a couple in a couple 16 box cases of this 90 FLIR stuff. Boxes are selling for $250 for 90 FLIR basketball, which it blows me away. It, like this set was like the 90, this was the stuff that you couldn't sell uh, five years ago. I, I, that's why I bought, I got wow. like three cases for 300 bucks. So the other thing is, is, and this is a quick question that we'll end the, the whole card talk with, but it's getting to the point where some of, do you start sending these Marvel trading card unopened boxes to CG, to, uh, to um, baseball card exchange, baseball card exchange to uh, get them to authenticate the unopened boxes? Because 
the difference between a baseball card exchange authenticated f- box of 90 FLIR basketball is three is $150. 90 FLIR wow. basketball authenticated by baseball card exchange sells for $350. Non-authenticated boxes sell for two two $250. So um, what are we going to see in some of those? Well, and, and I will tell you, if you I actually um, a month and a half ago, two months ago, I had a, a business trip up in Chicago. And I actually took a case of cards um, that I had, me and my buddy had located, and I took them to Baseball Card Exchange. I was going to have him um, authenticate all 24 boxes in the case, um, but his turnaround time on that was really long, so he just bought the case outright from me, So, um, which was fine. Um, I was fine with that because when I did kind of the price – you know, cost comparison, um, it was worth it to just to not have to sit for, you know, two months. Um, but the guy up there is very nice. Um, you don't have to worry about it's in, it's in the Chicago outside. It's in the, in, it's in Indiana, but it's in the Chicago area. Um, so if you are in the Chicago area, you can actually take stuff to his store and drop it off. Um, otherwise you're going to have to ship it there, which for boxes can be costly to do. Um, but uh, but yeah, the, the the price the price definitely jumps dramatically when you do have unopened boxes um, certified. And, and there's nobody else. Box. There's nobody else that's certifying unopened wax right now. CGC used to not CGC. Um, S S S G. What's that? What's that company that used to do it back in the G G Global? Oh, GAI or whatever. GAI or... used to do unopened uh, our, um, authentication back in the day, but now only Baseball Card Exchange does it. And p- you can send to PSA to get your unopened wax authenticated. And the packs. like, yeah, the packs, like you guys have seen, I have my unopened, you know, Garbage Pail Kids Series One packs. It's a PSA nine or my, you know, my uh, with certain rookie cards showing on the top. On the, like, I have. I have unopened pack, like I have a one of the wax boxes in the in the case of the wax case of this ninety FLIR that I got was already opened, and there was you know like one package pulled out of it. So I went through the rest, and there's like five packages in that box that have the Jordan card or the Jordan um, All Star card showing on the rack. I would be stupid to open those and sell them, you know, uh, by just the single card. Those cards showing on top are worth way more unopened and that's basically the same thing with unopened wax you know boxes so the only people that are grading or that are authenticating unopened wax is baseball card exchange psa is doing it but the baseball card exchange guy is their authenticator for that so should i send my uh, masterworks box or i'm starting to think so if you're close enough and it might be worth a shot man those things are going for a pretty penny right they're like uh, 600 boxes three you know something more. like that yeah more yeah. Do you so. see the bench warmer cards? <laughs> there should be a, a card of me on the bench warmer set. No, nah, I don't know about that. Hey, you don't know hey, what the hey, uh, uh, maybe not, bro. Yeah, hey, maybe not. Honestly, honestly, I rather than if you are thinking about investing, I would not necessarily follow the crowd right now and go for those '90s Marvel cards. There are a lot of more recent cards. There's a lot of cool Star Wars sets that are out there. Um, there is. Um, the the tops living sets that they did with the with the Star Wars characters and the Star um, Wars Masterworks sets are great. Yeah, too. there there is some really good sets. The the Ahso- I know the Ahsoka sells very well um, from that tops living set, and those Sweet. are 
Yeah, Sabine's got got a got a card in there. There's only like a thousand of them, so I mean they're they're pretty uh, pretty rare. What you about know, the, uh, the? There's like 77 Wonder Bread is the big Star Wars vintage set, and then um, the, I think the there's set. a Marvel Japanese. sticker card from 1966. 75, I think, and and that's the one that has the man thing that where he says, uh, "I'm dropping my soap while he's in the shower." <laughs> and then the, there's the C, there's the C3PO dong card. Well, that, so the mar- we'll get into this a little bit in the uh, market report. I've got a bunch of card stuff in the market report that we'll hit on. So um, let's uh, let's get into some quick shots on the news real quick here. Uh, we'll get into comic stuff and then we'll do the market report. All right. Um, some quick news uh, from the week that we thought was interesting is: Have you guys been hearing these rumors about the Illuminati showing up in um, the Doctor Strange movie? What do you guys think about that? Is that is that is that something to, to worry about? Is that something to hang your hat on? I don't know where these rumors are coming from. Uh, do you guys know? There's going to be so many characters in that Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> I, I have a feeling. I mean, there's going to be, like, you really can't. There's there's going to be Doctor Strange and Wanda and and then a truckload of quick appearances, I think, is, is, is my thought. Sam, is Sam Raimi doing that one? Yes. Yes. Yeah, which is awesome, which is great. And if they keep it like dark and horror, I hope they keep it horror. Spider-Man 3. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I mean, after Derrickson's departure, I think uh, my money is that we will not see the kind of horror angle that a lot of people had hoped for. I think that was kind of the uh, straw that broke the camel's back that Derrickson left the project or got pushed off the project or however they want to talk about it. I'm not a big uh, proponent of the Illuminati theory. Um, I, I know that a lot of people uh, think that that's going to happen. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Sticks Boy says the Illuminati are behind the rumor of the Illuminati. I like that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. But, you know, those books have already kind of they, – they've had some heat to them for a while with just speculation and everything. It's New Avengers 7 as a variant. That's the book if you want if, you're, if you think that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, WandaVision craziness. Did you guys, I know, you know, we talked about the WandaVision Mephisto mini mates, fake stuff that's going out there, but I don't think these are fake. And we obviously saw them in the show uh, with the Wiccan and speed stuff and the Quicksilver stuff. Do you guys think um, after seeing those Wiccan and speed characters, young Avengers is even better play right now? Yes. I agree. So, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, they, they did great on WandaVision. I don't see it. You know, it's like, it, it's going to be, it, it's, that's where it has to go, I guess. Are we going to see Wiccan and speed get um, aged even more before the end of this season? Cause that's the key right there. Right. Yeah, if we see them, if we see them get to teenager age, young Avengers is in play big time at that point. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of a no-brainer. Um, the Dark Reign 1 is the Wiccan book you want, right? And then uh, Young Avengers, what is it, 9? The one with Hawkeye standing up on it is the first uh, speed. I might have gotten that backwards, but... Um, what about that one division book? Can you be that, sorry, sorry, Scarlet Witch and Vision book. Sorry. Oh, the number 12 where they're babies. I'm not yeah. a big fan of that one. I, I like uh, the adult renditions of, of these characters. 
Um, but you know, it's like it all depends on the entry point or the price entry point. I, I liked uh, the way that they've done every single episode of WandaVision. I'm a homer for uh, Marvel movies. I'm probably the wrong guy to ask about this stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm super stoked for the WandaVision. You know, the last couple episodes, they came out and said that they're going to have hour-long episodes. Yes. Um, hopefully, the credits aren't 30 minutes. Um, do you do you wonder if if we've missed something on these credits? Like they're like they're doing it for oh. a specific reason. God, I hope so. Otherwise, yeah, it's just exhausting. So. Like there's yeah. like there's like there's probably like code or something in the credits that we're just not we're not just seeing. Keep fast scrolling through to see if there's an extra scene. But yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so damn long. And all of my off. friends end up watching like the next show, no matter what. They're like, I bet you, and then I, I watched you. Age of Ultron. I'm like, me too. <laughs> I, I bet somebody hasn't, or maybe they have, put a camera up to the to the uh, credit scenes and see if it like unlocks something on your phone. I don't. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just there's always those Easter egg channels on on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. That are making. Fun killer money off those easter egg videos but everybody's doing them so but it was great from like the first two episodes because it kind of like okay something's going on here it's not just some like sitcom spinoff show you know it's something more in play but a lot of people are watching like i don't get it <laughs> yeah yeah the uh the Did price you? of uh monica rambo's not like the annual but the other books has just blown my mind the amount of money that people will pay for them yeah, like, like that Avengers book. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. Like, I thought it was an okay book, but, like, it's, you know, three times what I thought. I just, I'm, like, astonished by prices these days. Are you pressing a bunch of uh, those Monica Rambeau yet, books yet, Sean? Uh, not really. Uh, I auctioned one I got at a dollar bin this weekend. <laughs> and did, like, 170 bucks or something. Nice. Like Raw? raw, yeah, is near mint though. Which one? Uh, the the Spidey annual, Woo! sixteen, right? Out of a dollar bin, stud. It was oh, yeah, God. it was like it was just years ago, and it was oh, and it was newsstand, so obviously it's worth a whole lot more. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, no, it's, I did, yeah, I did some like newsstand auctions and stuff. So it was, it was that. I think it was that. Let me see. Well, good for you. What I actually sold out. Well, I knew I had it, and I knew I just saw it again recently. And I could just put through it in with my Spider-Man, uh, my Spider-Man stuff. And I was, I definitely was going to list it for sale and stuff like this. I'm like, I can't lose money on it. You know what I mean? When yeah. you don't, you don't have no money into it, you know? No, it ended. Yeah. hundred and 173 bucks. Not now I'm, I'm dilatory in selling books period. Right. Like more so I, than I'm, anybody, yeah. but I've intentionally not sold uh, any of those Monica Rambo books just because uh, I've got so many of them. I'd like to figure out if I've got any nine eight candidates or nine six candidates and get them slabbed. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that her time has come, but I could be wrong. I mean, you know, there's going to be so many big characters that are going to pop up. I, I wonder if she'll get lost in the crowd or if you know she becomes kind of like a, a preeminent figure in the MCU and has her own fan base. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Like, if it was. I just I sometimes I action stuff just because I want to see what happens, right? So I roll with that. So yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't get rid of it because I think it's great spec, but like I don't know the, the spec usually isn't as good on humans. If that sounds, you know, 
if that sounds important or not, I, I don't know. So like, unless it's like, I don't, I mean, I can't see her being all of a sudden we have one of the most important people in comics, even though she is for uh, this moment in this like yeah. TV universe history and all that. But I mean, like, this is probably her big do, you know, I mean, I'm not, you're, you're definitely not off and that there could be more. I just, I just don't, I don't know. Well, they're going to put her in the new Captain Marvel. Um, I know she was on the cover yeah. of uh, that Ultron, or what is it? I'm sorry, the uh, uh, Ultimate Comics, you know, the one with Blue Marvel, her, and mm -hmm. it's every everybody's in the MCU, but Blue Marvel so far. Um, <laughs> but it's not like she's had like a book that people read month in and month out. Um, so it's just kind of interesting for me how that's all going to shake out. I don't know. Um, Blue Green uh, drops a good question. He says, uh, is Viv vision spec dead i don't even I think it started yet right yeah not so much yeah i don't but is it coming i mean do we even see that coming. coming you do i think i think i think champions in general i think down the road as marvel keeps putting all these things together i think uh, or wishful thinking on my part is i want champions put it that way yeah i i agree i think a lot of people really like that champ that newer champions run well the nice thing with the multiverse is like they can kill vision again and uh you know roll out secret wars multiverse kind of craziness and everybody gets like a second life here in the next five to ten years um this is interesting do you think that uh, monica rambo can be the next war machine is that what he's saying uh absolute geek says i think if you have a lot of them you sell now because i think the next she's the next war machine and will get lost in the background and War Machine kind of did get lost in the background, right? We were all stoked for that character, and mm -hmm. like nobody really cares about that character anymore. Yeah, even that, though he's still relevant. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say, he's got two fucking series coming, right? Yeah, and that's so, the like, crazy the Armor thing. Wars. I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm buying War Machine books uh, out of bins, not for what they're selling for on eBay. But um, now, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know. Like, How long is it going to take him to roll out Captain Marvel uh, 2? Um, Isn't that 2022? Yeah, yeah, that's the last one that they're that they're on schedule for, or that they have scheduled. I mean, and I, it doesn't look like anything's going to get delayed at this point, right? Um, so I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Uh, the weird yeah. thing about the weird thing about comics is that uh, we now have a market that's so anticipatory. I mean, it used to be like you had to wait until stuff dropped, then it was a trailer. Now it's like ten years from now, this could be important. So. I'm going to buy every copy on eBay. <laughs> like what? Um, another. I, yeah. It's wild. Uh, yeah. Another quick, quick uh, last, just a uh, news thing that we thought was interesting was uh, I know we all grew up playing PlayStation and the, this twisted metal announcement that uh, the, Deadpool, the Deadpool and Cobra Kai uh, uh, creative creators, uh, creative group are getting together to do some, Twisted Metal uh, content coming out soon. What do you guys think about that? It, isn't there a two-issue DC Comics? Yes. Yes, there is. That's exactly what I was going to say. There's there's comic books for Twisted Metal. That there's, that always... one, there's that one rare one I've been looking for for like five years that I'll now never find ever again, ever. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, I'll look it up. It's like a promo book. I, we'll talk. I didn't, we'll even, talk after I didn't even know there. Were, I didn't even know there was Twisted Metal comics. 
Let's yeah, Dino, Dino will probably find it and, well, here, buy here, it and laugh at me. But here you <laughs> go. This is this is the book, right? The the twisted metal book that. Yeah, uh, we all love recalledcomics.com. Right? Yeah, One good great... lights out. I've, yeah. I'll never find a copy of that. Yeah, so um, there you go, guys. We all, you know, we all know that these these promo video game comics are are ridiculously. Some of them are ridiculously rare and sought out by uh, a lot of people in the comic hobby hobby group. So, um, just, but just I, for just for everybody's uh, little little knowledge, CGC nine zero. I, should I talk, should I, you might as well get on and do it right now, dude. CGC 90 2500 94 for 8300. Oh, oh. oh. Of that twisted, that twisted metal? Yep. There's a, it's only 100 copies, right? I believe so. Yeah, printed. Yeah, 100, 100 printed. So, yeah, I mean, Lord only knows what survived. Yeah. That's crazy. How, did the, how was that distributed? Uh, edition of the game or something or the comic itself was written by jamie delano and penciled by phil hester um with cover by duncan figredo the story folk let's see here i've got a here we go they're giving out as they're giving out as prizes for a contest held by sony's tips and tricks department around the time of plus of metal 2's release that's cool yeah that is freaking cool so there you go guys there's your uh your old school cornbread uh for the night and a mic hunt, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys want to get into a market report real quick? Yeah, sure. All I right. did a market report this week. All right. I'm going to let you have it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, take a quick break and let you let you get the first couple, and I'll be right back. Yeah, I got you, bro. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. So uh, with the market report, um, let's, do, let's do this one first. So – we got Spider-Man number one, the old rare gold UPC uh, Walmart edition. Um, yeah, yeah, nine eight. Um, that's twenty three hundred or twenty nine fifty Canadian, twenty three hundred and twenty two dollars. Um, let me go down to my list here. Let's scroll through all this stuff. CG Census. Here we go. One at ten oh, which is crazy. A, not, a five at nine nine. A hundred and thirty nine at nine eight. What other sale in 2021, January, for some reason, it went for only a, a poultry, $1,060 somehow. Wow. Mm-hmm. 11 sales in 2020, starting out in the 800 range, moving towards 1,200. So uh, was this just the only one they've seen so far? Or, you know, it's is this an outlier? We're, we're going to find out in the next few months. Uh, the one to the right, uh, Spider-Man 1 Gold UPC signed by Lee and McFarlane, only a 9.6. Uh, 1,025 bucks. Uh, I have here, um, there's 112 nine eights of this copy and I'm guessing it's the UPC, um, one as well. It's hard to delineate. They don't have the UPC edition and gold. It's, you know, I'm, I'm taking it for what it's worth. 37, nine sixes, 21, nine fours, uh, June, 2018. They had a sale for 509 bucks, 2017, 579 to 969, three sales in that year. 2016 was 465 to 600. And in 2007, you could get this book for $500. Mm. That, uh, <clears throat> that's probably a pretty good buy on the 96, actually. Yes. Yes, I, I would think so too. Um, I, I, guess I, have the, I have the regular cover of that 98 with both of them signed. Mm-hmm. Nice. I just, it's just, it's stashed. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? What, what, what's Stanley? Like I lose money. And what was Stanley? What two fifty for a second, Stanley? Yeah, it costs you about seven fifty now. Usually, if it's a bin, 
Yeah. So. Am I the only one? Am I the only one that absolutely hates this cover? I hate this cover. I like this cover. Yeah, Yeah, I was the right. I was the right age for this. Not to mention, it's been swiped a thousand times. Did you see the Ruth? Did you see the Ruth Gator Bins or Bader Ginsburg one? No, but that's hilarious. Oh my gosh! It's got it's got like ticks crawling all over. What? What? Like what is that? Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, Moving on to look at this. Same man with number one nine eight. Uh, Wow. Nine twenty two. Wow. She's moving. Yeah. uh, So a little census data. We'll start out with that. Nine eights. I eight hundred and ten of them. So it's not that rare. Five qualified. Seventy five signature series. Nine sixes are about the same. Nine twenty. Let's look at the data. So nine eight, uh, twenty twenty average was five hundred bucks. Twelve month average was five seventy four. Ninety day average was seven forty. So this is on the climb. We had um, if I did I do oh I didn't do any of the pre data, but yeah it was um, yeah. So you can see it's 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 jumping. So Samuel ones. If you're looking for Samuel ones, I mean it's probably a hard. It's obviously a hard book. You know it's very dark. Yada yada yada. It's, you know they were just sitting in bins forever probably. Yeah, I don't know if they were uh, hard nine eights five, ten, fifteen years ago, but I don't see like high grade copies raw anymore. Uh, they're just gone, and I, I look at a lot of books in the wild, um, and I don't have a nine eight. I remember selling one for like six hundred and thirty five bucks and being the happiest guy in the world, thinking I could buy back in. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen for me. Yeah, same with my number eight. I sold it for like four fifty or something like that. And I think it's worth like twice that, or sells for like twice that, or something now. But at yeah, 450, they, you thought you were king of the world, didn't you? Well, so yeah. the eights always sold for more than the number one, and mm-hmm. that has recently flip flopped. And I don't know if that's coming back. I assume it will as soon as she shows up, and uh, you know, newer collectors are introduced to her as a character, unless they butcher her, which I doubt yeah. they will. Uh, next book, um, TMT number three, I believe this is the first print. Obviously, nine eight. Eighteen hundred and seventy-six dollars. Uh, six bids, though, but you know it's, it's still a sale. Um, CGC Census, uh, one hundred ninety-six nine eights, um, twenty-three signature series, um, three hundred eighty-two nine sixes, and sixty-six signature series of that. So you're doubling the census at nine six. Um, twenty nineteen average was three hundred bucks. Twenty twenty was six forty-six. Ninety day average was seventeen hundred sixty-seven with seven sales. You were Damn. in the yep in it just in the the year of twenty twenty one January fifth was twelve fifty the fifteenth was a, a thousand that a day after eighteen hundred twenty one sixty twenty three sixty one and this one at eighteen seventy six so Brian I thought you guys were nuts um, you and Jack were talking about uh, don't worry turtles books are gonna go through the fucking roof and I was like nah not gonna happen uh, no way there's too much of it. Too many of them, too many different books for them all to go up. Boy, was I wrong. Holy shit. Yeah, I think it was just a melting pot of new demographics coming into the fandom. Everyone liking the new series, the new characters, and then people that, with the nostalgia going back and picking up. Not only these, but we also talk about, and we weren't the only ones to talk about, those later printings that you're seeing. Or, like, Turtles just caught fire. Yeah. Um I had a, little, a guy at the gym talk to me about how hot turtles were. He's not a comic person. He just knows that I like, you know, toys, comics, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And he's like, dude, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That stuff's really expensive now. And I'm like, I fucking give up. And, and, <laughs> hey, did, this guy, did, Sky, did Sky screw up this listing with all those underscores? Uh, I don't know. I'd be interested in seeing how that one uh, went. Like if that's uh, if that I'm, screws up the search algorithm, you know what I mean? Yeah, why, why would he put those in there? I, have no I mean, it looks idiotic to me. He's a Unix guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's probably he's probably in the chat. I, uh, <laughs> a good Unix reference. I, uh, There's I, I double love... covers for this book too. Yeah, um, I used to have one. Paul's got one, and I believe yeah. our buddy. Uh, I don't want to tell his story, but one of our uh, new contributors to the uh, Modern Playbook picked one up. Hopefully, he'll share that when it comes in. I uh, I like to look in little historical references because it's like looking at Wizard, and it's only a year old. 2020. You could have got this for a low price of three twenty-five. Oh my god! Yeah, and, once... and yeah, and if you really, if you really think about the buyer, they paid over two grand for this with sales tax. Yes. So yep. it says eighteen seventy-six, but the, it was over two grand. So, yep. and the seller hasn't got his money yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's funny. Uh, yeah, so it's three fifty. You could get it in like twenty nineteen, probably the beginning of twenty nineteen for two hundred and nineteen dollars. And we're gonna wow. move on because yeah, nine times the value. Um, Z shows this one. I, we always like to look at Nintendo, obviously. So this is the uh, sneak peek preview. Um, nine eight um, two thousand four hundred ninety five dollars. It's not that alarming because there's only three nine eights and two nine sixes. Um, but it, it's just holding value. I mean. Uh, 2020 average is 2300. There was a sale for 2324.95. So it's, it's just steady, steady income. Obviously, you don't see this book pop up a lot, but when it does, it's holding its value. That's the only reason I put it out there, I think. So and it's climbing a little bit. So. It's a banger. Yeah. Yep. Um, my next book is I saw this and people are going to lose their minds. Giant Size X Men number one, CDC 96, $9,100 sale. I've so, literally got two phone calls about this auction result. Yep, yep. So I saw it when it was exactly. at seven grand, uh, with a couple like a couple hours left or something. So ninety one hundred. Yeah, I've had people calling me being like, "Did you see this auction result?" Yep. Um. So this is, is a it little, real? Is this real life? Yeah, it's real life. Um. So it's a little interesting when it comes to CGC census data. A uh, hundred and eighty eight nine eights out there. Um, nine signature series, uh, 367 nine sixes. So, uh, when I look at a nine six data, um, it's around 8,400 and the 90 day average, uh, 2020 average is 6,700, 2019 was 6,400. So, obviously, when I, when I look at this, I mean, there were some sales here February 3rd, um, 9500 8499 and 9100 so you're at 9 grand um how many total slab copies do you know uh of 96s just total on the census oh um oh i don't know dude i mean i only grabbed it like eight and a half and eight and a half okay. there's 800 600 500 600 three i mean it's it's a lot it's a lot that's a lot i mean less than 10000 um, I can pull it up real quick. I'm just trying to figure out uh, if Giant Size X-Men is um, like if there's half as many copies slabbed as there are of Hulk 181. Uh, you know, like what the proportions are. No, give me one second. And it's it's a weird book because it's it is tough and high grade, but there there are plenty of them out there. 
Um, the white isn't that hard to clean or anything, but just the, you know, the, the full press with the staples being on the front of the book and having, and also having that extra glue. So you're not going to get, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not a regular comic. So it's just, it's just going to be more difficult period. So I'm, to be honest that I'm kind of surprised that the nine, eight number is actually as, as high as it is. Yep. And it's, you know, uh, so I, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a nine, eight. Um, but I'd be, I'd, I'd be really wanting to check one out. Um, I saw a raw copy that was as close to a nine eight as I've ever seen in my entire life. I literally uh, was the guy wanted like five grand for it. I was so excited. I had five k cash in my pocket. The only would take cash. Opened up the first page and the staples were rusted. I was like, "Fuck my life." Oh man, it was like the most excited and the least excited I've been like uh, in you know five seconds ever. To to answer your question, um, eight thousand eight forty one universal total. Uh, I'm gonna so, negate the qualified and the restored and signature series is seven seventy one. So I mean if you if you threw it all together, it's at ninety six hundred ish. I mean Okay. So uh, about two third a little less than two thirds of the whole number of Hulk eight one eighty ones that have been slabbed. Yep. Yeah, you know and, and with this, uh so when this was going up, there were a lot of people talking um uh, about uh X Men ninety four. Mm-hmm. Uh and so i i haven't been watching it lately i did because of because of that this was probably like a couple years ago i did buy like a 92 of x-men 94. nice and um so and i've yeah and i've been able to just sit on that so i haven't seen it but i mean if i don't know i assume like that's since it's you know it's part it's you know part of the run and it's and it sort of resets everything uh i think it's got to do it's got to it's got to just keep going up as well, right? Well, there was a time when we were kids, which I'm sure you remember when that was the yeah. preferred book. Oh, 100%. I wasn't, yeah. I just, I always, I always assumed it was until I probably not that many years ago. Um, and I, and I, you know, but that's when, you know, prices were, were less on both. So it wasn't like that big a deal. But to me, it was all, it was always, it was always yeah. that. Well, I mean, like, you know, hell, uh, Uncanny X, or I'm sorry, Amazing Spider-Man 298 was preferred over 300 when we were kids too, right? Because it was the first McFarlane. I mean, I I get that some of that stuff changes, but um, I'll be shocked if uh, 94 doesn't keep creeping up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it being black makes it just as hard as this being 64 pages, I would think. Yeah. I mean, pro- probably to to find it in like that, but yeah, I mean, you definitely can. It's a definitely at the high grade, right? Easier to fix, but yeah, uh, I, definitely easier to fix. Yeah, there's even a GSX. There's a uh, there's an auction that ends on Sunday for uh, for an eight point five, and I just lost it off my screen. An eight point five auction that's already at forty six hundred bucks, with, with literally with literally looks like it ends Sunday night. How many? Uh, how many of us own uh, one of these books and still have one? Have one. I got. I have nine two. Um, yeah, and yeah. And you're not <laughs> selling anytime soon, right? No, and you know what? I'm 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 really thankful. I put it up like I, you know, I brought up that I sold some shit earlier, like a year ago when we were moving houses. COVID started. Blah 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 blah. So it was like, okay, I'm gonna I'll take mar- I'll take market value for some of some of my keys. And I had it, I had it on eBay. I want to say for like thirty six hundred, 
and uh, it probably it probably got up to like 30 watchers, and then a couple other things um, sold, and there's a couple and inc including our other house, <laughs> and so there was uh, I so I immediately took there was that just some like my chamber of chills like a few things and I was just like all right if someone's gonna pay out the ass. You know, and I thought I actually had that reasonably priced for them and just just have to say, yeah, I'm really fucking glad that it didn't <laughs> that it didn't go. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the next book on the list, uh, this would be a John Z. He didn't pull this. I pulled this because it's a pedigree. Uh, Walk nice. Alex 13, uh, Mary Marvel, Rockford pedigree, highest um, 28, 22. So uh, the, the crazy part is there's one nine six two nine fours zero nine eight zero nine two. So. Uh, it's it's it gets up there. Uh, the Golden Age time travelers. How do they do it? Yeah, you know, uh, twenty twenty average though was sixteen twenty twenty or twelve month average is two 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 one. So, the uh, the when you when you see pedigree books or you see highest graded books, I mean, this could be a steal. This could be one of those things we look back and it's five grand next time it rolls around or it's six grand or something of that nature. That's the only reason I really brought this one up. So, it's uh. Is it, yeah, yeah it wows me. I don't. I don't really know, but you know. Well, there was a hot minute where we thought there was going to be a Shazam universe, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're trademarking names. They've got um, like a a big name actor playing the adult Mary Marvel. Uh, people thought she was going to get her own movie. Uh, she's got a beloved fan base, <coughs> John Z. Yep. Um, <laughs> so who knows? No, just know. him, just him. Yeah. Yeah, um, and like in like seven eighty-year-old men that are millionaires. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like those, the eight of them are like. Yeah. Except John Z's going out getting the Czechoslovakian Mary Marvel. Yeah. Unquestionably. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, he's it, it, in the year he could be smarter than everybody else. Okay, so I, I, I looked at this book because um, Tony Fucking always talked about this book. Yeah. So on. Um, you don't see them in high grade often. Uh, CGC 8.0 went for 2600 So uh, Airboy Comics, Volume 4, Number 8, Classic Cover, On the Propeller, Bondage Cover. Um, Dude, that's fucking unbelievable. Have you ever seen one of these in real life? Yes, I have. No shit. Yeah. Um, I saw it at Indianapolis Comic Con, one of our first or second years, I think. Wow. There. I think Dale Roberts had it, of all people. And he nice. wanted, like, I think 600 or a thousand of me and Tony were like, oh, get the fuck out of here. It wasn't like this great, but I mean, we we're, you know, it, for that time it was absurd, but, um, so, uh, <laughs> universal nine Oh highest graded two at eight and a half, two at eight Oh three at seven and a half three. So it's like single low, low single digits. Um, uh, eight Oh, uh, let's see. Eight Oh 12 month average is 3,320. If you can believe it. 90 day 3320 with two sales. It's this sale and another sale. Obviously, um, at that rate, seven and a half were 1996 for one sale, one sale at six and a half in 2019 for 2280. So, uh, weird. I mean, if you see a 2019, you get a six and a half for the same price, roughly, right? You take the 80 all day. Wow. Uh, let's see. Cool stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, I try. I try to pull some stuff out. Air Fighter Comics Volume Two, Number Two, First Appearance of Valkyrie, uh, CGC Five O. I'm, I'm, you know, it's a little Golden Ace, uh, nine four nine two, you know, a bunch of eight and a half, you know, single digits when it comes to this. Uh, five O. They actually had five, and that's the most in any uh, any grade right now. 
uh, if you look around, uh, seven and a half sold in 2003 for a $575. Um, when you start bringing it back down, 70 sold in 2018 for 1355. A, five, uh, a 60 sold for $1914 in April of 2020. Uh, a five and a half sold for 1733 in 2019, and then this sale, um, at 50, um, 1820 for a four and a half. So, you're, you're gonna see this one bounce up too the next time it rolls around. It's uh, it's head, you, you won't see it very often, but when you do, uh, you might want to uh, stash away some, some dollars for it. It's a cool cover, I like it. I mean, that's what I gotta say about that one. Uh, Young Allies, number five. Here we go. Stanley, Hitler story, obviously. Uh, 1843. Uh, let's see what we got here. 9-4, highest and graded. Uh, bunch of 9-2s, 9-0s, 3s, 3 eight and a half. You know, start going down the list. This is uh, the lowest graded besides 6 3-0s, probably, uh, when it comes to the old grading scale. Um, and when I look at this, it, it's kind of a deal. Like, I, you know, I don't know why, but a 4 0. So, like, there there hasn't been a sale in this book besides January 2020 for a five and a half that went for 1560. And then the closest one is that is like 20, 2017. This book does not come up. I mean, a 9 2 back in 2009 sold for $2,629. So, it, it's, you know, when you when you get the three and a half and fours, I mean the last sales were like between four or I'm sorry between three and seven years ago, and it was like six hundred dollars and five hundred dollars. So I mean, hey Dino, just because I'm I'm new. Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about the sales, uh, do you have a specific resource you're pulling that from, or is that from an aggregate of different sources? Or uh, I I'm just using GPA. Okay. So I, I try to verify, you know, you know, sold sales. And then what I do is I look, um, I make sure I look at the eBay listing so it, it doesn't get relisted. Um, I saw one book that it looked like it was a no sale. I, I know a lot of people around the industry right now are getting a lot of sold stuff that people aren't paying. So I just want to make sure it's a, a verified. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, I was on the same boat. So, um, so I want to make sure that's the uh, true and accurate numbers. And that's what I got for the, the at least the comic portion of this market or so um i'll take over from here uh some some crazy card stuff um we were talking earlier you know these are just some recent sales of the marvel cards these are the unopened boxes of the impel marvel universe series one uh they're going anywhere from like two to three thousand dollars a box it's crazy uh here's another one for 2500 another one for 2500 and and again these are you know auctions too so i tried to make sure that there were auctions uh that we're looking at here so um it's just crazy to see that the unopened boxes are selling for that much. These, like people are saying, these were sitting in comic shops and not being able to be sold for $20, you know, uh, six months ago. I shit you not, guys. Like, people could not sell these. Um, I wouldn't have so, bought them. No, no. Not, you wouldn't have. Like, Nobody if it was, a, if it was a, a garage sale, is like a buck or something. <laughs> I mean, ah, fuck it. I'll get whatever. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? But like yeah. if I saw it like collecting dust in a where place where it should be, like a comic store, I would I wouldn't bother. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I was at a it's funny you say that. I was literally at a a garage sale. A dude had comics. He he um advertised, you know, on Craigslist. 
And uh, I went and he's like, oh, I got some cards too. And he had a bunch of unopened boxes of cards, some hockey cards, some old baseball. And the only thing I, and he had like four or five of these. And the only thing I bought, they were like $5 a box. And the only thing I bought were the hockey cards. And, <laughs> and that was it. So, oh. yeah, I mean, it, it, it's that crazy. Well, here's series two, $1,000 a box unopened for series two. And the series, wait, hold on. Uh, the series three are going for about anywhere from like three to 400 I think, uh, or series four, sorry. The series three are going for like seven, 800, I believe we were wow. talking about GI Joe's. Thank you. Style collector. Much appreciated brother. Um, the GI Joe cards. Here's the crazy thing. So people were talking about GI Joe cards and, uh, GI Joe fans will remember. There were a couple series of cards that got put out. Uh, a lot of us will remember the early stuff that came in these packages. Uh, you can't really call them card packs. They're, I don't know what you would call these, but this is how the first set of GI Joe's trading cards came out in these packages like this. Blister unopened. packs or something. Yeah, blister packs. That's exactly right. Blister packs. And um, they came out in 86. So you remember Joe's came out in 83. Um, they have the uh, explosion design that we saw on all the cards, the the you know the cards and, and uh, vehicle boxes from those G.I. Joe, that G.I. Joe run. Um, they also have, as you can see, the top card on this one is uh, a uh, vehicle, basically. So they have vehicle cards and they have Darth Lopez. Darth Lopez uh, for Darth Pagias, Thrawn Money, Holmes, Modern Playbook for Life. Good night, homies. Thank you, brother. Um, these are the ones that are basically what are on the cards. They have Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes. They have all those cards. And when wow. people start catching on to this, I could see these ones really taking off and graded. If we can figure out a way to grade them, they're a little bit bigger. Um, so that's kind of a pain in the ass. But uh, I don't know if you can get these graded. But here you go, a pack. Um, I think there's only four cards maybe in there. Um, so 65 bucks for an unopened pack. Here is a set of them you guys can see what they look like kind of there's some of the, the cards in the back this one's got a snake eyes in it uh it's got a scarlet in it it's got a roadblock a zartan uh rock and roll and a snow serpent and, you know the snake eyes is the card everybody wants right the snake eyes are the storm shadow maybe the scarlet so this is a lot of 46 of the 86 ones went for nine ninety seven bucks not bad um, I actually have a bunch of these. I've told stories multiple times on flip side of getting calls from my parents being like, hey, we found a box of shit in our garage that uh, we forgot to give you. And uh, one of those boxes of shit was full of unopened blister packs of these. So I probably have like 15 to 20 unopened blister packs. So nice. I'm really looking forward to seeing if these things take off. Um, the se other set that people remember is this set. Um, this is uh, was also put out by Impel. Um, this came out two, uh, a year after the Marvel set. Yeah. So the Marvel yeah. set came out in 90, uh, this set came out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This set the came out. Yeah. Uh, was 20 bucks two weeks ago. Yeah. These were 20 bucks two weeks ago. You're hundred percent right. And these are now $200 a box. And I would never even buy these. They were such garbage. Even I remember 91, me and my brother getting these being like, God, these are shitty, but they're selling. So. <laughs> 200 bucks, man. If you got these, uh, if you G.I. Joe fans, I bet you there's a ton of G.I. Joe fans that have no idea that they have $200 in, in unopened boxes because they probably didn't open these either. So, you know, if you have the Impel set from 91, uh, make some money off of them. All right. So I was really stoked to talk about Garbage Pail Kids uh, because uh, we got two big, huge fans of Garbage Pail Kids on the show and Wood and, and Big Leg. And here's some cool stuff. Uh, Nasty Nick. 
an ungraded raw card. Uh, you can see the centering isn't terrible for Garbage Pail Kids, but it's not perfect. Um, and this is uh, this is the card everybody wants. This and Adam Bomb. Now, the reason why obviously they want Adam Bomb is because that's the, gar the Garbage Pail Kid card. Period. They want Nasty Nick though because this card was always the top card on the deck, and this card always had rubber band dings on it every kid back then would put their set together and put the rubber band around it and the top card always got destroyed that's why number one cards and baseball card sets sell for so much right that's why yeah, pops makes like a huge point out of who's their number one card now for baseball yeah exactly and and, and this two hundred dollars for a raw nasty nick which is is crazy um absolutely crazy to me that they're selling for that much so what's uh psa 10 goes for what right now like 10 to 12 grand right yes yes they're ridiculous let's take it actually let me see if i can find if there's any been any psa 10 sales on that nasty nick card hey, you know what? i don't know if i brought this up before um i might have said something they're sitting on my desk here but i i found um full sets of uh second and third series in my nice. garage like in the That's last month so so th that's why I'm glad that we're talking about these because some of those cards now are going to start like these garbage pill kids are going to start selling too, right? Look, here we go. These aren't, these aren't sold, but these are just, uh, it's crazy to see a, a PSA 10 nasty Nick for 250 grand. Um, let's see what they sold for. Uh, there are probably a bunch in, in, uh, auctions that have sold, but there you go. 27,000. Yeah. It's, that's crazy. I mean, I don't PWCC. I I I don't know how good their buy it now data is, but PWCC. Dude, maybe those um those first series chromes that we open, grading some of those might be worth. Look worth at this right, right here. Yeah, this there you is, go. Yeah, so this came out of those first series chromes. It was the pencil art. Um, here's a nasty Nick uh, PSA ten of the pencil art sold for almost you know buy now for four hundred bucks. So, um, here's a chrome PSA ten nasty Nick refractor that from that set sean for 300 bucks mm -hmm. here nice. is the uh 86 garbage here's just a this is the mini right so this is the member you have a unopened series one minis from england these uh -huh. this is exactly what so uh, it looks like um oh, oh right. sorry i don't even know what this is i thought this is the mini uh, let's see it, here. Says, it says uk uh, mini, mini. Mini, yeah, UK mini. mini. So yeah. there you go. So a UK mini sold for that much, and you got a box of them unopened, Sean. Yeah, of the UK minis. Uh -huh. a, box, sent, a, a box and a half, actually. I sent, I, I probably sent to people on these shows, uh, uh, Garbage Pail Kids. They probably have Adam Bomb or their namesake and Nasty Nick and UK Minis. So just That's check to see if you have them. So I got one of those. Yeah. I mean, I definitely do. Yeah. This is crazy. Like, here you go. Here's a, a, a orange um, out of 25 uh, that sold for best offer for 1400 So uh, 10,070 bids on a PSA 10 uh the other day so absolutely crazy um garbage bill kids uh also have right you know you you always want the the atom bomb nasty nick any of those first series are great cards any of those first series any of those second series are great cards even the third series yeah. are great cards i think probstein's got a um atom bomb tenno up in a live auction right now wow yeah how much is it going for i want to say it's at 30. yeah well, this is an interesting one. Um, we've talked about this on the show before, and the I think this is Series 8. They had a major error with this card. This is the semicolon trading card. You can see it doesn't have the set number of the card, which should be in the upper right-hand corner. 
a raw version that looks like it's got fucking food on it sold for 113 bucks. So oh this is God. an eight series card. I know it's the air, which makes it a little rare, but that thing's got like spit them on it. it what, which series was it where they finally like lost the lawsuit to Cabbage Patch Kids and had to change the, uh, the ribbon? Seri I think it was th series. Is it series? Where it made it, where it's made it straight, right? Yeah, and they made it more yeah. like a banner instead of like yeah. a cabbage patch. Kids. Yeah, series ten, maybe. I don't know, but I, you're you're exactly right. Yeah, we'll say ten or eleven. Yeah, that's why people hate lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to the card stuff. They stink! <laughs> there you go. Nineteen ninety-two, the X Men trading set. I think some Christ. people I hear call this the Jim Lee set. Um, yeah. So that's another way to call it. This has the gold holograms, and you can get autographs by Jim Lee. So think about that. Like pulling that autograph nowadays. Like that card, you could probably have gotten that autograph card for a. a per it probably wasn't much. Right. I mean, it was, it was decent, but right now, I bet you that card's gonna game changed. Yeah. And uh, this is the uh, unopened box uh, sold for $585. Hey, and those holograms are awesome compared to the shitty looking ones from uh, the Impel 90 series with the white borders. Like yeah. Those were the ones that were like, yeah, they were like full on. You know what I mean? They had Jim Lee art, uh, art too. Yeah, yeah. I remember well, loving so that stuff when I was a kid. The Spider-Man one I saw sold for $150 the other day, $155. Raw? Yeah, raw. Just the wow. Spider-Man one. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of cool. Here you go, Nico. Here's your uh, 1966 Batman cards. Um, this is a lot of six. The guy's like, I don't even know what they are. I don't even know what I got. But you can see that top left one is the main Batman card in the set. And this lot of six, which are not in very good condition, sold for $413. Jeez, for that 1966 set, yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Oh, Lord. All right, guys. Here's the crazy times we live in. Chick gets fired from uh, the set of a movie or a TV show, and if she has action figure cards or, or, or cards or action figures out there, they start to sell. Cara Dune Collector's Kit uh, sold with a couple of her pops and a couple of her figures for $235. That's not even the crazy part. The crazy part is this. <laughs> Her black series figures, which probably were peg warmers, right? Are oh, selling for, sure, for 150 to two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, they've been selling for like I want to say like thirty to forty before. Yep. <sighs> two hundred. I, I know those things are still sitting in stores, aren't they? I don't know. Some I don't them, think but so. like a lot of online stores sold out. Like even before the craziness. Yeah. Uh, okay. A lot of people were getting restock in, like Entertainment Earth. And then, of course, they had the retro, the smaller retro figure uh, coming so out. So these weren't at, like, Target or Walmart. Yes, they might have been store, but if you try to buy them online through Target and Walmart, there were a lot of them were sold out. Target I gotcha. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So All these right, are well, Target. Well, he, here's the interesting thing. Not only her action figures selling for her pops. What were her pops going for, uh, Dino? They were, like, 20 or 30, which they're probably, like, 12, so they're, like, double, double, triple. Yeah. Uh, look at this card sale, everybody. Dope. Yeah. $1,662 for a Star Wars assigned card from Cara Dune. At least, wow. it, was, at least it was a, a five of five. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a, I mean, it is a five of five, but I mean. Is it eBay one of one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
People really do that with these eBay 101s. I'm gonna start doing that on my comics. I'm starting listing comics. I'm putting eBay 101 on it. Yeah. I mean, that's no that's no Saquon Barkley rookie autograph or anything like that, right? Did you right. Overlook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's crazy stuff. So if you have Cara Dune stuff, but, but quick to some more action figure stuff. This is interesting. Uh, there's some Darth Talon talk being talked about chatter every you know uh, recently and this is a, a recent sale of the star wars comic packs the legacy comic pack which uh has the legacy number two comic in it uh it's got darth talon and Cade skywalker it's sold unopened for 120 dollars. not bad yeah so what do you guys think i mean is uh, i've got uh, like a half a dozen of those um just keep sitting on them are they unopened or are you talking the comics I mean, I've got like first print, second print. What if there's a third print? I have it of Legacy, Legacy. Two. I, th- uh, I don't know about that because I'm in the same boat. I've got plus three. the uh, the action figure one. You know what I mean? Like I would just pull them. I'd be like, oh, I know that's Talon. We, you know, just grab them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I thought the Legacy stuff. I was like, it's fucking done. Uh, they're going a different way. No Skywalker, and then boom, he walks out on Mandalorian, and I was like. Didn't see that fucking coming. Well, I'll add that to the long list of me being dead wrong. Yeah. Um, and now it's just all so interesting. I mean, you know, obviously he didn't have kids with Mara Jade and, uh, you know, but I don't know. Maybe they just sort of write well, this, some this, other sort of like. This thing. Darth Talon character is 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 a major character. Well, and they don't need the Skywalker twins for Talon, right? No. Um Real quick, uh, shout out to uh, Peter Renna, the nicest man in comics, uh, who says fair price on that one. Peter did a really cool video um, on his uh, his toy videos on the channel or at Peter's channel. Uh, make sure you guys go check him out. He did a cool video on the comic packs. And uh, like I say, I think uh, Peter's toy videos are some of the best content, if not the best content on the channel. So make sure you guys go check those out. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Really, really good stuff that he's doing. Um, but also, this is another funny comment. Uh, where here we go. Uh, blue green. I like how blue green says, uh, "I'd rather have a Bill Burr card." When you I'm, know with this one, I'm same with me, brother. Li- I'm literally searching eBay for a Bill Burr card right now. Yeah, same with me, brother. <laughs> I was like, "Hell yeah!" There's a pretty <laughs> cool printing plate one that uh, that honestly wouldn't mean anything to me. But if I had an SS, well, you know what I mean. We used yeah. Com- Terminology. It would mean I, a lot to all. I of had us, right? that for fucking Bill Bird. It would be significantly so, uh, uh, better. I'm how much those um, season two Mandalorian hobby box cards shot up? Mean? Well, let's that's see a, if they're good point because they were 150 like a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah, like retail, 149 on average for the hobby box, and you know, of course, it had autos and yeah. Let's take a look here, uh, Mandalorian. Everything right. I left behind at Target the last two years. Hard. Yeah, the truth. Uh, <laughs> it looks like. Uh, wow, I didn't expect to see some of these. Some of this. Some of these. Let's see here. Look at some of the prices on some of those cards. Are they? Is there any unopened? Yeah, just singles, huh? Do you think the child did the autos? <laughs> <laughs> Um, 2020 tops, one hobby box. Yeah, 199. One auto or sketch card. That's interesting. So Mandalorian PSA 10 is actually a popular search term. Wow, interesting. That's and crazy. The, the Caradun 10 already is 50 bucks. Increase the bid. price by 50 bucks. 
was 149 now it's 199 yeah that's crazy um one real quick thing that i thought was very interesting is when you when starting lineups were coming out they were hot on the secondary market you could sell starting lineups for good money on the secondary market especially those early ones where they were they were um only sold in certain parts of the country certain teams like in park one yeah, I, I remember in 88, I was so pissed because you could not get any starting lineup other than Dallas Cowboys starting lineups in Arizona. They only gave us Dallas Cowboys starting lineups in Arizona. And some of those ones were the hardest ones to get, and I wish I would have bought them back then. As anyway, they should. Yeah. Um, so starting lineups went they took a shit that you couldn't even sell starting lineups for the longest time. And now they're selling again. Look at this five uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, starting that's lineup. because that's because it's got the two Shaq rookies in there. You, you got it, and that's exactly what I was going to get at next. Is if you guys have some of these these old start starting lineup cards are grading PSA grades them, and they sell for a pretty penny, especially the early Jordan ones, right? Um, wow. I would buy these Jordan ones just to get the card in good condition. I have two of them sitting above my shelf, you know, just because I thought maybe I'll buy them just for the card. Fortunately, it's hard because the the bubble, you know, from '88 doesn't. But these are selling for two hundred twenty five dollars again. Um, that's absolutely amazing. Uh, you, you could have bought these on Craigslist all day. I think uh, I would look uh, once a month, and I would see a Jordan starting lineup on Craigslist for nothing. You know, so um, if you guys have these old starting lineups and we're sitting on them because they weren't selling, some of them might be selling. So pretty dope to uh, get those. But so is the uh, the moral of the story that we need to go buy our beanie babies back? Oh, okay, God damn it! Had to go there, Ben. <laughs> I'm just My saying. mom's gonna be happy. I'm just you know, saying. <laughs> everything's coming back around. I Why never bought. I, I never bought any. So um, the Princess Diana beanie I, baby the- actually. Is- Worth something, I guess. Batman Adventures McDonald's toys. When I was a little kid collecting comic books, I thought that that was going to be a thing. I literally have a tub of them somewhere. People are doing them now at the Pokemon toys from McDonald's. Yep. That shit's crazy. That is is as bad as the uh, Rick and Morty packs. Oh, yeah. It's like Travis Scott and the Cactus Jack stuff, man. It's just crazy. Well, have you heard about people that are getting around the buying so many uh, Happy Meals because they're, like, getting them uh, delivered by Grubhub? They'll get, like, 150 Happy Meals delivered by Grubhub to try and get those. Nah. And you know what? I I, I set that one out. (laughs) Uh, I'm not not going digging at McDonald's, dude. That's what what, what you call bums. (laughs) Dig at McDonald's, dude. (laughs) I ain't mad at anybody for making any money. I'm making jokes like trash can digging, but anyway, uh, yeah. Whoever you go to make your money, make your money. But I ain't going to McDonald's, man. I got a set of Paul. I had a bunch of slammers in a in a case though, in the little plastic teams. You guys remember those? I got. I hey, what's really funny is I I'm looking at my grade my cards that I'm about to send in to get graded, and there was a Jordan Pog set or milk oh. cap set, and these sell for like. 60 bucks in PSA 10. So, wow. I just found Marvel Pogs with my Marvel cards. Anybody got, uh, they'll stay in the three ring binder. Oh boy, there you go. I, I got pickups. You want, you want me to go first? Yeah. Let's go. So, uh, I bought a, I had a bunch of cards. Uh, me and McClay looked at them, but the thing I did pick up, you saw my starting lineup. Look at this, boys. Nice. Well, the helmet helmet set. That's that's cool. Well, helmet collection. That's got uh, all the all the stats in the back. You just got that because it's got the lines on there, right? Well, I mean, we're going to be good. 
I guess. <laughs> um, so I bought a I, and this card. I had a bunch of Marvel cards. Obviously, they were the wrong cards to get. But then I doubled down on it, and I was like, "Hey, I saw some cards at some shop. I'll go get them." So um, here's another. If Paul was here, here's a Paul's problem. I got a bunch of uh, holograms from back in the day. Um, they're like the special editions, like six to twelves. They're worthless because they're from nineteen ninety five. So when there was a bunch of them, so. Um, I might hold on to them. I might sell them. I don't know. Um, they have a, uh, here's a Mr. Sinister with, uh, the old, uh, uh gold embossed, uh, Adam Kubert, uh, worthless, but that's okay. Um, here's our carnage card from back in the day from, uh, I think it was 95 Marvel, uh, annual. And then look at this boys, a little wizard spawn. That's a good card. That's yeah. one of my favorite like cards of, of all time, like any card, sports yeah. cards, whatever. I thought that was the greatest the thing I owned. Too? Hell yeah, yes. with the checkerboard. Yeah, There's a gold around. version of that too, right? There is a gold version. And then um, I, I got a box from uh, Unknown Comics, and I won't go through them all because I bought like multiple copies. So uh, I got Luna number one, I guess. Uh, this is the Jenny Friesen variant. So that's, uh, that's something I bought a bunch of those for some dumb reason. Um, I got this book. Um, I think Dollar was picking up on these books. Um, that one, I got the Hold on, what, what is that? <laughs> I don't uh, even know what that is. I don't even know what it is either. I'll have to go back and look. <laughs> I just buy books now because people tell me to buy books, and I'm like, I don't even know. Uh, here's a sketch of that of that one, too. It's supposed to be a first appearance or something. And then um, I got a bunch of these. Look at these boys. Little, little Red X. You don't want to see me, bro. You see Future State? I bought a bunch of these. I don't even know what they're going for. Luna glow in the darks. Yeah, Luna glow in the darks. I don't know. What do you yeah, guys think? What do you guys think about that Red X thing? You guys, you guys have any uh, uh deep thoughts on who it is that that it's deep beyond, that's what it was. Deep beyond new image book, something. I don't I don't know. Sorry. Do you guys uh, think that it's Clown Hunter? You think it's uh Damien? Think it's uh Dial H for Hero Kid? Haven't been reading enough. Just being honest. It better be fucking Damien. That's all I'm saying. It better Where, be where's where's Trey? Well, let me check Trey. He re- yeah, somebody text him because he'll know. <laughs> yeah. He reads DC comics. He's insightful into that stuff. Me, not so much. Did you yeah. get the Teen and Titans it, it, one second print? No, I did not get the Teen Titans. I guess is that what the, I don't know. This is DC feature say I did not get the DC. I guess I guess these are I guess I don't know. They're I bought a bunch of them, dude. I bought a bunch of these. I was like for as cheap as they were, I, I might as well. I might as well. I might as well do it. Yeah, Andolfo. There it is. Yeah, deep beyond by Andolfo. There it is. So, good, good job, chat. Look at you guys. Always, always, <laughs> always doing it. All right. That's all I got. Not bad, my brother. Not Thanks. bad. I know. Who's next? Stein, uh, you get anything? Um. I only picked up a couple things, although I've, I think I've just been buying random. I'm doing like Dino. I'm like, ooh, that looks cool. I'm just going to buy that. But um, I did get in. I never buy into uh, Kickstarters ever. And I did this time for um, for Dan Parent. And it was a uh, die kit. It was a die kitty die. So I got the, they finally came in. I bought, I didn't for, I forgot I bought into this. It was like the, the beginning of COVID. 
when when I bought into this. But you have the it, Darwin Cook variants too, don't you? Yeah, of the Die Kitty Die. Yeah. yeah, I've got. Yeah, I do have that one. But this one's Starstruck. So this came in like a hardcover. Um, and then there was three, like so there was a, there was this homage that came with it, and then I don't, I have no idea what this is, but some Jetta or something. I don't know what that is. But <laughs> I don't know. So, anyways, I bought that. Um. And then I found these at a store and I just bought them because they, I knew they used to be good, but I don't know if they, they probably still aren't, but they were cheap. So, but it's this Captain Marvel 13 variant, which I think is a man, like it's one. Yeah. It's one issue too early, but it's still kind of hard it, to find. It's tough to find. I did. I yeah. found one once I, I did sell it for a hundred bucks. Oh, okay. And then I got the uh, Captain Marvel three, the art Adams, whatever. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'll probably I'll probably put those in the uh, the Stein packs and the, the next time we do that. Oh, nice! Look at you. Oh, which by the way, um, I had and, and you guys tell me how you you think I should handle this. I had three. I had uh, two people. Two people. Three packs back out of their packs. So I have three packs that I still have left. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um. There is still one slab that has been unclaimed. Um, yeah, and, and it's a uh, it's a good one. It's the uh, well, you don't know you don't know that that I don't, I don't, I don't know that yet. You just know that it hasn't been claimed, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Did my screen just go completely blurry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so this one has still not been claimed. Oh, um, I'll buy them all three. Give me them all three. I so. So I'm thinking the only way that because I know that this has been unclaimed, I think the only way that I, um, <laughs> I think the only way that I could do this fairly is to um, just run a raffle for anybody that bought a pack before, nice. Nice. and then the, and whoever shows up on the top three, they that get is. the they get the option of buying one of these last three, which it is pretty likely that that is going to be in one of those three packs. So that's a good way also, to do it. Also, um, we know out of everybody, I feel like comic people, we are the worst at opening our packages. So if you haven't opened your stuff from Ben yet, go ahead and open it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see pictures more on Instagram and in our hangouts. So people will be like, oh, there's 28 packages by the door. Ten bucks to this Paul. Paul had like fifty-seven yeah, boxes. Paul had like fifty boxes, dude. What was he doing? Being Paul. He Be told Paul. me he was taking a layoff from buying so he could sell more. And he's like, "Look at my, look at these fifty boxes I haven't opened." I'm all, <laughs> all right. Oh, such such a Paul problem, man. Yeah. So yeah. So I think that's what I'm going to do with those last three. So if. If you bought one from me before, just be on the lookout. I may send you a message. I'll probably just do a live randomization sure. or something like that, just so people know that I wasn't just picking somebody. You don't have to buy it if you don't want to. I'm just saying that there's a good chance that one of those last three. Um, yeah, yeah. If you don't that, want it, you can message me. But oh, you can oh, only you can I'll only take, buy one. You can only I'll buy in, the one. I'll incur the the cash. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> if you had multiple entries, it's just one one per entry, right? If you if say you bought two books, you only get one entry, right? Is that what you're gonna do with? No, I mean you'll have two chances at okay. getting one of the top, but it's, it's gonna be three different people. Whoever okay. the top three unique people there you are. Go. Yeah. So. Yeah, Doc Joe, I don't even want to hear it, bro. 
don't yeah. really want to hear it. Yeah, poor doctor. Those <laughs> two words go together so often. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sean, you got any pickups? Yeah. Uh, I went Hell to yeah. I actually I got them. I got I got a couple of good books online. I did I did make an Instagram post for the first time in a while. Uh, but like uh so some people might have seen this one, but um the uh I went to my brother, uh my brother-in-law is visiting. Uh, I picked him up from the airport in Vegas on Thursday. And so I, I decided I just got up early in the morning and went and like, cause you know, the Nevada is open so I, I can go dig. And so I hit, I hit, uh, I hit three, basically two stores and I found an antique mall that I'm going to, I'm going to go hit, uh, when I, when I, when I take him back on Wednesday. Um, and so, uh, anyway, so our good, uh, you know, our good friend, business cat, uh, Jim B out there in Vegas, uh, I was going to be able to meet up with them. Was was did that did not really come through. So you told me Cosmic Comics is a great place to go dig, and so I honestly spent like two hours in there and I dug through everything. Uh, did not I dug through everything as much as I could. They had a lot of back bins and stuff like that. So um, the stuff that uh, I grabbed, uh, I'll go through it here. So I found a um, I found this Daredevil forty three. If you can see, there's a three dollar price tag on this. Oh yeah, um, I, I can see there's a big rip up the side of the cover yeah. that looks like someone removed some removed some tape or something. But if you think I'm leaving this behind for three bucks, you're out of your mind. Yeah, there could be right. shit cut out on the inside too, and I won't even be mad. Right, because some, <laughs> some, someone, including me, would, is going to want this for for the cover on there. You know what I mean? So I was just buying stuff that I was I was I was happy to find. So um, I got a, a Boba Fett Agent of Doom. For was a, it's a twenty dollars purchase. Um, so I think it sells a little more on eBay. It looked really, really, really clean. Um, I, I'm not the kind of guy to pop bags open in a store. Well, not for three dollars and twenty dollars books. Anyway, um, they did have some Star Wars to dig through. I don't know necessarily all my shit, but Darth Vader five. Everybody talking about those extra appearances and stuff like that. They had uh, two one of the twenty fives for us. Uh, wow, uh, sixteen ninety nine in the bins. And nice. so I was pretty, pretty happy with that. Um, I like the cover on the regular, the second print a lot more. But anyway, with all the Star Wars spec and everything going like that, those those weren't staying behind. And I didn't know what they do about the two copy thing. You never know. You're so guilty just walking up. So I had like, yeah, anyway. Um, so uh, Star Wars Obsession, Ventress Reborn. Uh, I'm looking in there, and I don't know how it got to Vegas. This is the Canadian price variant of this issue. Oh, sick! And oh, so there's great. like there's like one on eBay listed for seventy or eighty bucks. I have no I have no idea, but I'm like at four dollars. Oh. It's going in the pile. So I got to go dig. Yeah. So it's just it's it's going it's going home with me. Um, not uh, another uh, because with the second prints being hot, the uh, Spider Woman Spider Verse uh, with with her and Silk on the cover. Mm -hmm. for, for a few bucks i felt like it was a good grab uh on uh since for, you know four bucks i grabbed an ultimate fallout five might as well um and i, I don't know if some of those characters uh, is miles in right five i'm not even i'm not even sure but with um that's a great question but with this uh, with the awesome cover and i'm i'm not sure and i kind of it's the ultimate fallout spider-man no more i'm kind of assuming he's in there I guess I could I could open it up in a minute. We'll see if somebody goes after me. Um, and uh, for ob obvious spec reasons, um, they had they had a Spider-Man three. So with the Kamala and Miles cover, I uh, decided that was that probably be a good one to just a good one to grab. 
Um, uh, another uh, Vader four, but uh, fourth print. Nice. Oh yeah. Grab one of those. Um, another one. Don't see that often. And uh, for six dollars, a uh, Tech One sixth print. Yep. I was like, yeah, oh, that, dude, that, that's that, sick. That, it's like that's going with me, dude. You don't see the six prints floating around. And I don't. I don't think the prices have stayed up on them. But I'm sorry. I'm eleven fifty two. I'm I'm I'm, buy, I'm buying those. Uh, another just uh, uh, Spider Verse uh, five because all things Spider Verse. That's that's an important grab. important book in her. I, that's like an origin story for her or something like that. Is it? I yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure. Yeah, just mainly with the characters and stuff like that. Great cover. Just, Great cover. So happy to be able to dig. Um, say whatever you want to say, but yeah, these both have the Deadpool card. <laughs> Got them. <laughs> so I looked on eBay and I was just all, man, this is ridiculous. What'd like, you, what'd you pay for those? I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> Hold on, what? wait, I wait. I bought one this week too. I don't have it here, so uh, tell me what you paid. I'll tell you what I paid. I can even go first. It was it was uh twenty and it's, I know it's hard to twenty and twelve. Okay, I They're paid two different stores. Did uh, are either of them newsstands? I don't think so. Can you can you only tell on the back? Only on the back. Not that it fucking matters at this point. So is the is the distribution between the black and the white 50-50? Does anybody know the answer to that? On the uh, car? On the cap. The negative uh, space cap. So that is not that's a, a negative user. one right there, right? Yeah. The, this is so this is not negative. This is this, yeah. Oh, the black and white on that? Yeah. yeah. See the negative space uh, captain America. Man, I got dude, I got a handful of other ones in here too. I didn't even I couldn't I totally yeah. forgot about that for the longest what? time. So there's a regular one, the other one's the negative space one. Well, let's just decide which one's more rare today and then tell everybody. I got one of each. Whichever one you paid more for. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. The twenty dollar. <laughs> of course, and I have tapes like all this. Uh and then uh yeah, I did I could check this for the miles, and then I did uh thanks to our friend John Jack. Brown, he hooked me up with STL Comics, and I grabbed these two. Bang bang! Off the internet. So when I said I still have the night, I forgot I had one sitting here next to me that I just got in the mail. Yeah, I bet you did. It's, yeah. it's it's beat. Like you can see, like all the stains and stuff. So it's gonna take a little work, but it's like, but a two O just sold for like twelve hundred. I think three O is like two grand or something. It's there's a spine split, like pretty 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 high on it. But the the price is the price is right. He gave me a good deal on 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 both of them. Shipped it right out. Uh, big wow. nice giant box for the two of them. You know, way over protected, which is fine for the price because obviously it wasn't zero. Um, but uh, yeah, I know a price that I wouldn't have. Uh, you know, for something that low grade that I never would have imagined paying before. <laughs> but yeah. like that's this is. I mean, my main spec. My main spec. You know, I'm we're we're on the X Men stuff. So that's it. So those are those those are my pickups. Not bad, not bad, so, Nico. You got anything? I mean, I don't have anything like that. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so I've been reading something, killing the children. Uh, I read the first two trade paperbacks. Picked up what I think is the most recent issue. Uh, just a bunch of, of nonsense. I've been grabbing these in preparation for the Snyder Cut. Um, I picked up uh, GameStop Secret Wars. Uh, I don't know if that's rare at all. I remember those. Uh, yeah, what the hell is this? Rising, Marvel Rising Omega, the variant. I freaking, I was like, that cover's great. Yeah, that is it, a good It could be like a $3 book for all I know. Um, actually ordered this from Gmart. It's, uh, I picked one up from Steve Horn too. 
It's Bitterroot number one, the second print. Do you remember your account to log into that? Because I always have to create a different Okay, account. so what I, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> what I do is uh, I, I look for it in my Gmail, and then I copy and paste it in because it's like if I just put Gmart in. But, yeah, it's the – I mean, can somebody get like a tech fix for these guys? All right. Like what it's are they doing to us? Account number. I'm like I don't know. Why, why do you got to be like that? All right. So this is the most ridiculous thing I've purchased for a whopping five dollars. Uh, this was my Valentine's Day comic book uh, Golden Age <laughs> comic. There are no copies on eBay, and I don't know if this is worth five dollars or five hundred. I'm gonna have to figure that one out. Uh, That's a Stein book right there. Going steady. Look that at that. Hilarious. What is up with that doll? Is that it. tremendous? That doll, it's amazing. man. It's <laughs> absolutely creepy amazing. doll, three heads mounted. She got the bow and arrow. Like <laughs> what? I was actually proud of myself for this one. I got Vader one through twelve for fifty bucks. Oh wow! Gosh. Now here's the problem. Uh, it's not a first print, but that's okay. Oh, uh, is it the fourth? No, it's not that cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a lot cooler if it was. All right, what did I get? I got uh, the, the second red. print of number three. Nice. I got a second print of number four, and uh, then I got all first prints, which kind of sucks. So yeah. it's still pretty cool, though. Yeah, for what's fifty bucks. Afro, what's the Afro book selling for by itself? The second print? Oh, price has got to be at least fifty bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, they're all nice too. I was just shocked. Um, for some reason, I bought this. I was like, doesn't that look like the uh, Filoni and uh, the other dude from uh, The Mandalorian? Yeah. Like, is, does nobody care about that? That's awesome. I didn't they bother for him to get it. They were, like, fans are wanting for him to get his own spinoff, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't uh, bother to, like, uh, Google it or anything. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, eBay it or whatever. But um, I picked this up for a dollar fifty. The Marvel Age War uh, Machine. Oh, Speaking of, nobody gives a shit about War Machine. Yeah. Um, and then I paid two bucks for this one. I like yeah. that. Which I was pretty excited about. Um, I just saw something about zits on the back cover when you showed yeah, it. Yeah, it harkens back to uh, puberty for me and Accutane, which Sweet. I would like to blame for all my mental health problems. Oh, Missed out yeah, on the yeah, class yeah. action. Wait, that's my, that's my problem too. Nice. <laughs> nice. Got a lot in common. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bought a bunch of other crap. I don't know that any of it really matters. Uh, like, I bought this just because I was like, is that a fucking X-Men book? Mm. Like, what is happening here? Wow, what, that's kind what of What is going on? That is <laughs> nuts, bro. Is that fucking nuts? I've never seen that before. That's uh, X-Men Phoenix Max 2 of 3. That is crazy. I was like, say what? Yeah, warning explicit content on there. And she looks like a child. I mean, it's all just so bad. I, I don't even know. Like, uh, speaking of other X Men books, because I'm buying them too. Uh, 300 second print. There's these are still available on eBay. Um, yeah, I like that book. <laughs> I don't think they will be after the podcast, probably. But uh, cheap, cheap, cheap on eBay. If anybody's interested. Anyway, I, I quit. Wood, well, you got anything? Where is Ultimate Fallout? But I do have this. Got Does have this? Miles. Uh. Jumbo Hobby Box of Tops 2021 baseball to open. Bang, bang. Nice. So I got that, and then I ordered another regular Hobby Box off top site for 79 because every online store selling them for like 149 or higher. Yep. Tops had them. I ordered two boxes, one for me, one for my brother because he's always late on shit. So um, 
got that coming as well. And I've been buying the way Last of Us, and then you just talked about how Twisted Metal. Mm. I've been buying. I bought them before just because my favorite game for PlayStation. But I've been buying the God of War books, the Dark Horse books, the earlier 2006 series, the newer series, and then they're about to launch another mini series. So if the way those video games are going, the way Witcher did, if Last of Us does great, Twisted Metal, I think God of War is just one of those perfect ones to follow suit. Brian, was uh, that an official announcement for God of War to get a TV show or a film, or was it just like it's wishful? Uh, like, like the director from Witcher's like wanting it. There's, I don't think there's been anything um, official yet. I, I think Daniel RPK or Charles Murphy or one of those tipsters talked about like it's in the works. That's smart, dude. I, I wouldn't even know where to find those books. You're you're smart enough to actually buy you them on eBay. There's some on my comic shop right now. Cheap Ooh, boy. Uh oh. Um, very it's funny. funny. It's funny you bring um, those up because my brother, my brother's been going crazy watching all those God of War series. Like you can hike and watch them on YouTube. All the old, you know, uh, footage. That shit's awesome, dude. Stein made me jealous. He threw up his pictures of his nine eights uh, not too long ago. Yeah, well, yeah. Honestly, because I've got I've got those nine eights of the God of War, the the first and the second print. And then I've got the the nine eight of the uh, the Last of Us the the number one and I don't know what to do with them I don't know if I should just sit you on you should them. definitely fucking sit on both of those yeah. I mean Last they're, just sitting, they're just sitting nuclear just within the past since they've done the casting now yeah I saw a nine eight of the A cover sold for like seven fifty or something like that the other day um, but I've got the I've got the variant I don't I just don't know what I'm supposed to do with it wow. I didn't know they popped up like that. That makes it a little harder. Yeah, they're going nuts. And then I've just always liked God of War. So when I picked it up back in the day, and then I was like, huh, the way it's going. So I, I went and bought some more raw copies just to stash. But, um, and I mean, I still, I know Renna just picked one up, but I still want one of those Adam Hughes Uncharted books. Yeah. Are, are they, are those even available? I mean, it's, it's all, I mean, because they're, they're for like a year. There yeah, was they don't zero, come up very often. Yeah, zero listed. I mean, that went alone before all this video game hype. I mean, what it's been like five, five years of always doing these books. It's hard to find. Oh, for sure. All right. Now, oh, I was just gonna say, that uh, Uncharted variant remains like one of the holy grail comics. I think I'll never get my hands on. So uh, I'm not going to do this dude any justice, uh, but I wanted to open this uh, uh, as uh, before we end the show tonight. Um, I want to say one more time, shout out to uh, Pop Archival and their Pop Shipper program. And uh, make sure you check out Pop Archival on IG. Uh, we're going to reach out to him. We're going to try our best to see if we can maybe get him on the show, uh, see how uh, shy he is in front of the camera. But uh, we're going to send these out to everybody on the show tonight and try and uh, get some some movement on getting some cards graded using uh, their products. So shout out to Pop Archival. But um, also, uh, we had a, uh, a, w a winner from our um, our giveaway from Wanted Comics last night. Make sure you guys are following Wanted Comics on IG and also checking out their program. I just ran the wheel. And the winner is there's no name. Hold on, sorry guys. <laughs> no name. That's yeah, me that's, then, that's right? Weird man. Like I put in all the names and it just said no name. So that's kind of shitty. All right, here we go. The winner is it's going to be no name again too, probably. Uh, 
Tiger Fett is the winner. So shout out to Tiger Fett. Uh, they just won the wanted comics. Uh, send us an email at Channel at gmail.com or hit us up on IG. But last but not least, um, shout out to uh, Jeff. Uh, I'm not going to uh, air out his, his last name or anything. He was cool enough. He sent, uh, sent a package to us. And uh, he has a letter in here that says, big, uh, big letters on it, says stop. He said, do not go through the box yet. Hello, Brian. I got back into comics in late 2019 after inheriting my father's collection. Boy, have things changed since the 90s. The CBSI website and channels like Tales from the Flipside have been immensely helpful in trying to navigate this crazy hobby. What I have noticed since collecting as an adult is while people say they want expensive paper, coins, cardboards, etc., what they really want is the experience. I think that people collect to have great stories to tell about how they look through 20 long boxes and there in the last comic box the very last one was that comic they were looking for forever or they walk out of a comic shop having paid less than ten dollars for a book worth a lot more or that last that experience of going to the local comic shop on wednesday to see all your friends and talk about the week's releases that is what i have tried to provide for you a story to tell others and hopefully a fun experience. All that I ask is you get medicated, which I did. I, I am very medicated uh, before going few go, before going further and uh, have a fun time. Take take care, sir, and have a good one. All right, you ready? So let's see what we got in here. I haven't I haven't gone through. It's got it's got uh, uh, it's got. Oh, here we go. Not bad. First thing on the top: cotton candy, Dr Pepper. Ooh, what? Right? Not I, would, I, I would eat I would eat it. Uh, <laughs> kind of like they should back the other day with the garbage pail kid candies that came in like the trash can. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so cotton candy. Ooh, man, this guy is good. I like this. For the munchies. Some uh some uh cheese curls, double cheese cheese curls. Man, cheese crackers are my jam. I like this dude. This dude is killing it, man. <laughs> I like this cheese it snapped right now. Holy oh, cheese and snaps are the best, dude. What doesn't what 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 who doesn't like freaking gummy bears? Gummy bears, dude. This guy <laughs> is killing it, man. Man, this is the best pickups we've had in months. <laughs> the only problem is he put peanuts in there, man. This is I way better than Sean's giant size X Men. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. What do we got here? This this dude killed it, man. There you go. Got a shirt for Nico. There you go, brother. Is it a small? It's a it's a. <laughs> that looks. You, know, you, you holding that up? Nah, yeah, yeah, you right? take a schmedium, dude. What I do you wear a schmedium. I wear a schmedium. <laughs> is it Oshkosh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is it is it a children's size? Yeah. <laughs> Does it have Velcro? This guy is awesome, dude. Yeah, no, he's a stud, dude. I talked to him on Facebook. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Yeah, gonna, I, I don't want, I don't want to, because uh, I don't know if he wanted me to do this live on, on the air. So I don't want to call him out, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, all right, let's see here. I don't have a knife, so unfortunately, you guys are gonna have to bear with me here. No handy, no handy comic sword. No, I cleaned it. A comic sword. <laughs> yeah. Die. I, I cleaned my desk up and uh, put the knife away like an idiot. Clean their desk, right? Man, dude, I'm kind of I'm looking around. 
kind of embarrassing myself. I'm glad you guys can only see what's behind me. I have a big desk. It takes up a lot of clutter. This dude packs a great box. Shout out to him. All right. We got some comics here. Oh, we got some cool shit. What is this? That is dope. Wow. Look at this. It is cool. Oh, gosh. Holy cow, man. Who so drew looks, that? Looks a little Natalie Sanders-ish on the back. I don't know if anybody in the Sanders chat knows who that is. Sanders-Mayor hybrid. Yeah, Sanders-Mayor <laughs> yeah, hybrid. Holy cow. Look at this stuff, man. Oh, that's sweet. Nice. Gorgeous. All right. He takes some uh, was... some, some cues from, from all you guys telling him to put uh, painter's tape. Painter's tape. Blue tape. Oh, man. He, he knows how to pack. Wait, does he have the pull? No pull tab. Ah, uh, no uh, fail. Fail. Depends pull on tab. how you're packing. When you pack a lot, I'm like, screw pull tabs now. <laughs> yeah, nobody gets fucking pull tabs from me anymore either. <laughs> you have to start out that way, and then like an hour into it, it's like, fuck these pull tabs. Exactly. Dude, this is so cool, man. This is, oh my God, dude. Wow. This is badass. Look at this. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's I don't cool. know. This is like wow. the, is it like a hardcover or something? Yeah, this is Vader's Castle, the whole adventures, the hardcover. But oh, nice. it's the individual issues. Look at that. No oh. shit. Oh wow. Oh, that's cool. That that's is freaking badass. This is one of my favorite series. If you guys haven't read the Vader's Castle series, this is one of the best series that uh, IDW and Star Wars put out. So that is awesome. That's like, that's like TKO style there, right? Yeah, it's like a haunted. It's like um, a horror series. As a matter of fact, um, shout out to Modern Comic Mayhem. I think uh, might have been Solo Wookie that um, you posted it uh, as one of his all-time favorite uh, series. All right, let's just get into this. This is awesome, man. He is damn right. Like that is what a great way to put it. It's the experience, and uh, nothing better than opening up shit. Do you think we'll uh, ever ever get the Ewok movie on Disney Plus? The, was oh. it Battle for Endor or whatever? It's a good question. Sick. What, what was the big? Oh, that's sweet. What was Asajj Ventress. Why did the Ewok movie not come out again? I know there's some sort of there's a story behind that, right? Or yeah. just because it was so it was bad. Just probably super cheesy. Probably doesn't hold up. But I used to watch that on Betamax all the time. Hell yeah! <laughs> From my father's collection, they don't seem to be worth much, but. This is from his father's collection this dude sent. Man. Oh, God bless him. An unopened box of Fleer Ultra football cards from 91, the first set. Nice. Ooh. That is pretty cool, man. Thank you, That's man. Brett, that is, Brett Favre. I, I, is Brett Favre I, in that? Brett Favre that is set, in this, dude. I think. I think Brett Favre rookie is in this set. I think it is. Or it's in the update set. It's in the update. It might be in the update set. But we'll find out because we might have to open some of these on the show. Yeah, I can't I remember. Know. That, hold on, one more. Oh, wow. Maybe you'll find something good. Good luck. Something cool. Good luck. Here you go. Let's find. Let's pull the Ted Williams autograph out of it. 92 <laughs> upper deck baseball. Yeah. Bang, bang. So, that is cool. I forgot that about is, the Teddy baseball year. Right? This, yeah. is, uh, this is one of the coolest things. So 
I am super stoked that uh, uh, I got some gummy bears. Uh, we got the Vader's Castle. The Vader's uh, Castle is awesome. Yeah, we yeah. got some art here. We got two boxes of uh, cards that we're definitely going to open at some point. But uh, I, uh, I think this is probably one of the coolest things that, like, uh, I've ever gotten. So shout out to everybody that watches the show. We appreciate it. And Jeff, uh, I'll hit you up off air, man. That was uh, really special. And uh, that's uh, before we we call it a night. I want to say a couple of things. I'm glad I, I waited to do that because. Um, Again, uh, everybody that, that watches this show and that has helped this channel along the way, uh, all the way back to Unpressable Defects days, all the way back to when Flipside started, when Brian Wood was uh, a part of this channel. So um, we appreciate you all. You guys make this a special place. Um, this channel has done a lot lately. And more importantly, a uh, shout out to everybody out there in, that, in, this, in, in our comic book community um, that are doing good things and that are keeping that integrity. Uh, remember, integrity is what you do when nobody's looking. So um, keep that up. Uh, honesty in comics is uh, is a real deal. And make sure you guys go. You guys are already subscribed to Brian's channel, Simple Man's Comics. Thank you, Wood, for for hanging out, man. We got to do this more. It's great seeing all you guys again. There could, yeah, be, yeah. there could be one person in the chat that's not just one guy. Yeah. You could get one more subscriber. Well, today could be the day. He'd have he'd have twenty five. Thousand six hundred and seventy-one subscribers. Yes, yes, yes. So, so um, and uh, fucking subscribe, man. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you guys uh, like and subscribe uh, to the channel. Make sure you hit the bell. Um, we're gonna do our best to get uh, good, great content out to everybody that enjoys pop culture and comics. And uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, has been part of this channel and that are doing cool things. And Jeff, I appreciate it. Pop Archival, thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Adios. Peace. Peace out.